I can't believe yeah, so it's a fair way to do that. Baby Holly gets the machine gun and starts killing. I know. Who'd have known it? That kid is intelligent. For their it's own. funny because someone said uh, they were on a bus and somebody, these other people he didn't know, were talking about the TV show Game of Thrones. And another person in the next seat said, "Oh wait, don't say anything. I haven't seen it yet." And they they said, "Oh well, it's been on. It's been out for a week. You should have seen it." And they talked about the spoilers. And the guy was like, "Why'd you do that? That was so rude." And the woman's like, "Whatever. She should have seen it." And so he said, "Well, I've been reading the books." And he starts spoiling stuff from the books. And he was like, "Yeah, that's not happened yet." It was like, "Yeah, that's face poetic justice, baby." Yeah, that's what happens. Right. Right, you, are you done? You do. Have you done your bit, Ginny? It's still. It takes a while. I don't know. God. Should I just start and then it'll catch? Just. Later? Yeah. No, just no, start. No. Because then in the, of the theme song it'll say. If this, you start, it's Duke. This, Duke, listen to me. If you start this the show, call is being recorded. If you start the show, I will spoil Breaking Bad. <laughs> oh, that's God. terrible. So if I were you, Duke, I would <laughs> no need. Lightly. Right, come on. For God's sake, hey. we just need to go. Right, whatever. Just go, Duke. We've got to well, go. I've got to record it for the news thing. I'm, well, just I'm do it anyway. fucking froze now anyway, so... <laughs> just do it, right, Duke. Right, I'm spoiling Just do it. Do it, Duke. Now do it. Do the theme. Theme tune. Really? Welcome, yo, to the veteran gamers. Reviews and an indie Stu's story time and Chili's game breakers. Here comes Duke with the sound bite saviors. It's the veteran gamers. It's the veteran gamers. Switch that camp. Hello and welcome to show 192 this of the Veteran Gamers Podcast. This call is being recorded. There we go. Call is being Jesus Christ. This show, this episode has already got off to a car crash. And honestly to God, that was crazy. What what timing was that? That was pretty crazy. Know, just the soonest it come on. Do you want to do the intro I, against you? Do you want to say Veteran Gamers? No, it'll be fine. No, okay. Look, for anyone who didn't hear, in case it was just over, it was 192. That's what we're on, and apparently we're recording. Yes, yeah, so I was trying. I'm, I record a backup, for listeners. I have to record the backup, but my PC is from 1994, right? So I have to wait for Pamela to kind of respond. Pamela is the software that we use to record Skype, and it takes a while. And these fuckers was getting on my back for a computer that I bought ages to ago. Fair, mostly it was Stu. I wasn't getting on anything. Yeah, yeah. Listen, well, dude, to be fair, you're involved. You started it. I know. <laughs> what did I say? If you start the show, I spoil Breaking Bad. So guess That's what? Right. Little baby Holly goes on a killing spree. That's right. And by the way, they'll have probably had just heard all that prior to was starting, to be honest. So they know all that shit already. All right, I'll spoil it again. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Jesse um, digs up a previous girlfriend <laughs> and um yeah lives that yeah. happily ever after with her yeah. for a... makes it makes it into crystal meth did i have myself muted oh man i think i was supposed to turn the volume down but i muted myself i was making a joke like i wasn't listening dang it dang it that didn't work very well the show is going terribly 
<laughs> it is. And it's it's 192. Well, Steam stopped updating my stuff so that I can not have gibberish coming through the mic. Do you know, we're nearly 300 shows and we still can't get this right. Nope. <laughs> I can get the sound effects right. <gasps> the Steam deal of the day is Sonic All-Stars Racing Transformed. Right. Oh, by the way, have you seen what else is available on Steam? Here, wait, let me play a sound clip for that Sonic game. Like anybody f***ing gives a shit. What else is on Steam? Godus. Early Access. What? You'll be going on that. Really? <laughs> you'll be, you'll be, yeah. There it is. Early Access. Yeah. $20 for Early Access. That's a rip-off. What the hell? Yeah. What's Godus? Godus is Peter. Oh, the Peter Molyneux thing. Yeah. Yeah, Early Access. Apparently, it's very thin on the ground. There's not a lot to do. That's so... so Are you talking I about the game or Peter Molyneux's hair? Both. <laughs> But apparently, yeah, that's a that's bogus. The idea, the, the the best advice is just wait until it's sort of. If you if you are interested at all, wait until the actual game is. Or out. don't buy it because it's Peter Molyneux and he sucks. He doesn't suck. Leave him alone. Suck. As soon as it comes Leave out, you'll be like, alone. we we keep believing all of his lies. When are we gonna learn? So, do you want to hear something crazy? Of course, we want to hear something crazy. Is it in the form of a story? Possibly. Not really. Sort of. Story, story, time. So here's the thing, right? I've got to go to a meeting in London. Oh, lucky. With work. You know, for work, yeah. Guess what date I've got to go to London for a meeting on? Uh-oh. Guess, guess what freaking date I've got to go to a meeting? What, Eurogamer date? No. No. Well, it is on a Eurogamer oh, date. Oh, not, sorry. Yeah, not, I, I, I thought that was it, but... um, um. The 17th? No. Huh. Not the 17th. The 27th. What's that? Which is the day before we go to Eurogamer. So? so I've got go to go to London. And then come back and then go down again. Come back and then go bloody down again. And I'm only getting back at about half past eight well, at night. Why you stay there? Well, I did think about that. But, but then I would have to pay for another night's hotel accommodation. Yeah, and I can't really yeah. afford it. You can't afford I'm just it. Like, no, it's about 100 quid a you night in London. I've got work another 100. Oh, yeah. Can you just pay because I've got to stop over well, for see, a Euro you don't game say it tomorrow. like that. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> motherfuckers. You're going to have to pony up another night hotel room for me. I'm running this company. You know I definitely don't think that would work. Exactly. you got to go in work. like you, you're in charge, man. Put some so was like, voice. Oh my god, so yeah, and I've got to get up at silly o'clock in the morning on the Friday as well because we've got to catch a train at quarter past six. I'm going to be absolutely knackered. So I've got to get up at half past five on Friday. um, On Saturday morning. Pardon? Oh, I'm eating. What do you say? What time is the train? What time is the train on Saturday morning? What time is the train on Saturday morning? What time is the train on Saturday? It's uh, quarter to eight. Quarter to eight. Okay. So I've got to be at your gaff by about, I don't know, quarter past seven, seven o'clock, quarter past seven. And to enable me to do that, I have to get up at half past five on that day as well. So I've got to get up at half past five, two days running. Mm-hmm. It's got to be, I'm going to Half be past crazy. five? That's what time I get up every day. Yeah, well, that's not my fault. Well, welcome to my world, dude. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Uh, so I was like, oh, well. Convinced. It's only once a you year. You know, every, every, every Sunday on Eurogamer, there's a tradition. Where because we we have like press access because we 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 know some people that know some people that well just applied along for press passes but Got hook uh, up. so on a Sunday morning there's a tradition where we have to kind of run in and because we're in an hour early yeah. 
go for the thing you want to really And I know play. what this year's is going to be. Well, I've got an idea what you'll be running to play. Oculus Rift. No, well, that'll be mine, what? but I don't think that'll be Genie's. Nope. So, can I guess? Yeah. Do you want yeah, me to yeah, guess? Yeah, guess, guess, guess. Uh, I'm guessing it'll be Titanfall, will it not? No, I'll be running out to play GTA 5 still. No. Um... <laughs> That's right. I'll be out by the time people hear this. It'll be out tomorrow. Um, yeah, it's, it's Titanfall, definitely. Titanfall is, is playable. It's going to be playable. They've added that this Titanfall. week since we read out last Did week. Did I tell you I thought it came out last week? Well, you thought Titanfall came oh, out not, last week. I don't give a shit about Titanfall. GTA. <laughs> Yeah, for some reason, I thought uh, last week. So on Tuesday, no. I go to Best Buy, and I'm like, yeah! And then I see a sign out front, GTA 5 coming soon, September 17th. And I was like, god damn it. But I didn't want to... Imagine if I see that sign and go, oh, and turn around and walk away. People know exactly what happened. So I had to walk in the store, look around for a little bit, and then leave. Well, That's what I do weeks. when I'm walking down the street, and I have to turn around. And I'll kind of like stall it out or check that out because I just look like a maniac if I turn around yeah. on the spot. Oh, God, I got to. Speaking of maniacs, I went to get this burrito today. And normally I, I had the story time this week. Uh, normally I'll go to Qdoba because it's cheap and fast and cheap. But today I was like, no, I'll go to the local taqueria. It's a little more expensive, but it's a local business and I'll be supporting a local business. And it, first of all, it was busy, so it wasn't fast. So I come racing home, and I got to take care of a million things as soon as I get home. And there's this crazy dude in there who's, like, muttering about, like, I hate you, I'll split your head wide open. And I'm like, god damn, is this guy going to, like, attack me out of nowhere? What the fuck? And that's why we go to franchises that make exactly. billions. No doubt. That's right. They pay oh, people to keep right. the crazy people away. Yeah. So. That's a good um Rockstar's not happy, are they? Though well, no, we, we should start. I mean, it's not. It's not really news time, but this is kind of news. Rockstar I guess. are pissed. They are very pissed. Putting news first. Change. Say, actually, we are putting it news first. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. Say that I know somebody that has acquired a copy of GTA Five. Yep, yep, yep. Right. I might have been talking to that person today. I might not have. And he yeah, might have been yes. telling me things about GTA 5, and I might have been going, shut up, I want to find <laughs> out for myself. Um, so I know it's on it's on the streets, Stu. Well, say say maybe a few thousand people have already got a copy of Grand it's on, Theft Auto. It's on the internet Five. streets, as it were. It's their own fault for making so much hype about the game. Well, well I guess. It, it, I mean, I can't say that because every game aims to be successful, right? Yeah, well, well, it's there for, for being punished for their success. Well, I think it's probably that, but also, Tuesday is a stupid day to release a game, or Monday, like Monday midnight, isn't it, really, when you think about it? Yeah, but America always releases a game on Tuesday. Yeah, but not, not often that. It's, no, they don't. It's normally Fridays. Oh, it's only oh. Friday. Thursdays, Thursdays and Fridays, isn't it? America. I have no idea because I rarely buy games on America lunch. always releases the games on Tuesdays. I know, but it's a worldwide thing, isn't well, it? It's everywhere. It's released on Tuesdays. I know, but what's stupid about that is, especially with these websites that guarantee release date delivery, they they want to make sure you've got it on release date, so they've send it on a Saturday, and unfortunately, first class post comes on a Monday, doesn't it? If they post it on a Saturday. But the other thing is because they could adjust that, but here's the thing: we live in a world where the old methods of like keeping things contained. It's just not possible. In terms of physical objects, 
Now, digital, maybe you could do it, but we're not there yet. No, I mean, on Twitter alone, I've seen at least four links to live streams on Twitch. Yep. See, who wants to even watch that? I don't get that. Whoever I didn't wants look to watch, at it. Whoever wants to watch people play a video game are fucking stupid. I know. <laughs> who would have, by the way, <laughs> watch my GTA 4 videos. Exactly. But also, I mean, who would have that one of the, you know, major features of the new next generation consoles where you can, like, record yourself playing games and people can watch you live? Who would put that in there? You know, I mean, because who would want to do that? Stupid. Of course it is. So, yeah, they're not very happy. And... with the jokes and the fun. <laughs> I love that. I love that, though. Rockstar are launching an investigation uh, especially against Amazon, who sent out copies ahead of official launch. Gotta get, because got to get Hank from uh, Breaking Bad on the case. He'll, he'll sort it out. Yeah, of course. He's, he's impressive as a copper. He knows what he's talking about. So, yeah, so the, the launching, I don't know what they're going to investigate. It's like, did you send it out early? Yeah. Did people have it? Yeah. Oh, end of investigation. That's it. Done. Job done. Case closed. <laughs> what are they going to do? Seriously, what are they going to do? I don't know. We're going to try to find out who it was that sent it out. and It was John. So, Kill him. Oh, was next, next question regarding GTA 5. Are you ready for this? Okay. You want a drum okay. roll? Off. Yeah, you can do, I guess. It's quite a drum roll kind of thing. <laughs> Off 37 reviews on Metacritic, what do you think the score is currently? 92. Ooh, 97. 90. 97? Well, you're both wrong. Uh, 98. What? 98? Oh, my God. See, but that happens every time. Shitty is always right. I should be in the credits for the game. Anyway, you said 97. You were one out. No, but I'm I'm just, you know. Mine, this you were close. 52. But then I thought, that's a little low. (laughs) 77. (laughs) Well, yeah, 98 is what it's currently on. So you're telling me it's good? I think it's going to be good. It always happens now. It'll come out. That's that's a sign of how confident I am. Everybody will love it. And then there'll be a week later, there'll be a backlash where everybody goes, well, it's the same old shit. And then I'll just ignore all that. It'll be. CJ shows up. That's the one thing I'm hoping for here. Next next week's show is going to be a GTA 5 special. I'm guessing we're all getting it. Yeah, but I probably won't finish it in a week. I'm doubting you'll have finished it. I doubt either, any of us will have uh, finished it. We'll have a lot Chinny, about Chinny. Of course, Chinny's going to finish yeah, it. Sorry. Chinny will finish it, but we won't. Have. But we'll be able to talk. We'll all be talking about the same game, yes. won't we, basically? I've already uh, warned Tara that I probably won't be saying <laughs> it this week. Yeah. God. So, scale of 1 to 10, Chinny, how excited are you? Hmm. Well, look at it like this. If I wanted to. I could leave this show at half eleven early, drive yeah, to go and get it. Merry Hill Shopping Centre, yeah, and get yeah. it. You could, and technically, I am my own boss, Stu. You are. I call my own hours. You call your own hours. Now, Matt and I like to kind of live a a nine to five type life. Our job not always requires that, but we try and stick to it because there's a lot to get done in business. There is. So I could pick the game up tonight, do an you all-nighter, yeah. play it all day tomorrow. Fuck, I could even play it all week if I wanted to. Wowzers. 
but I'm not going to. Your clients to. would be like, where's our video? Exactly. I have people on my ass about videos. Okay. So I need to get them done. So in, in all seriousness, I'm not going to pick it up tonight, which is Monday night. Um, I'm not going to take the day off work tomorrow. I am going to finish work pretty pretty on time. Usually I stay over late, about an hour or two late, because I'm just weird. And um, I'm going to finish bang on time. I'm going to do some video filming for a video uh, on the YouTubes, which will be on our channel. Oh, yeah. And then I will go to Merriel, and I will buy the game. Then I will come back. I'll probably play two hours of it. Then I'll have to record the overseas connection. Yeah, I, I think you've been very responsible. I'm impressed. Really? So, so here's a question I want to ask you guys. Sorry, not really. really. I'm going to oh. kill the first fucker that gets in my way. Yeah. Yeah. Should I buy it during my planning hour tomorrow? Wowzers, that'd be like that's different God. for you, Duke. That's what I did for uh, Portal Two. I went during my planning period and I got it at Target. Did you regret and I, now you see, and I showed all the students, I'm like, look what I got. And this kid was like, give me that. And he grabbed it and ran. And I was like, dude, bring me my case back. And he's like, what? Where's games not in here? I'm like, no. You think I'm going to have the game in there? I know what you're thinking, idiot. So you know what? It's kind of funny, though, dude. I can definitely see that with Portal 2. But you're not a massive GTA fan, really, oh, are you? It'll be an so. opportunity for me to lord something over the kids. Look what I it will. You don't. I never get to. But do you? Do you think GTA 5 is appropriate for that? I love the way... Appropriate. They all play it, too. Come on. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I love the way that you're, you're more interested in teasing children yeah, than you are kids. of the game itself. Oh, yeah. shit about GTA 5. I just want to tease the kids. Look what I got. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, you're so funny. Yeah. So, yeah, so, yeah, GTA 5, we'll have all played it by this time yeah. next week. We'll all be talking about it and saying how brilliant it is. And yep. Chini will be having multiple orgasms over it. And then yeah. I'll, two weeks later, I'm going to have to renew my Xbox Live Gold membership because that's just been expired for a month. Now, you see, now, <laughs> talking of that, talking of that, um, we've just got Millie a new laptop for school well, and stuff. Uh, this conversation took an unexpected turn. Well, it, there is a connection. Because we were, I was looking at Office and was like, oh, she'll get a copy of Office for it and all that. And it's kind growing of expensive. Up. She's growing up. I know, I know. But you're I gonna was, You're going to buy Office? Well, no, because I was looking at office, office. Well, listen, listen. I was looking at Office 365, right? Which is obviously the, the, the cloud version of Office. And you, you pay a subscription as, to, as opposed to buying it. So it costs sixty pounds a year. Right. Damn. Just get open office. Well, no, I mean sixty pounds a year is not terrible. Not, crazy, not when you but... think. You know, when you think of how much office itself normally costs for the foot, and this includes everything publisher a lot. This is like... she even need, she needs a word processor. End of list. She doesn't. She doesn't. But it has to be compatible with the stuff they use at school, and that's where the issue lies. Because oh, mainly they use office things. I don't know. Just anyway, work, but it's free. Anyway, go ahead. Anyway, here's anyway. the thing. So I was looking around. Well, on Tesco, they've got an offer on at the moment on Office 365. If you buy it for $79.99, you get a year's Xbox Live free. Ah. So I was like, huh. I'm not that bothered about having Live, but like, if it's only going to cost me 10 quid or whatever it is, 
I was like, oh, maybe, maybe I should just do that. Maybe you should. So I don't know. She's got a month's free trial, so I haven't, I haven't decided yet. So I might, you know, get her open office or something like that. But we'll see. But you're right. She doesn't really need a whole lot. She doesn't need a whole lot for. Uh, and it is, it isn't cheap. It isn't cheap. And as we found, like all cloud services, for whatever reason, the servers weren't working properly the other night, and she couldn't log into it. See, um, Sorry. that's more of a work thing. But you know, Adobe. Um, oh yeah. They've all gone, gone cloud now with their stuff. Uh, After Effects and it's it's called Creative Cloud. Yeah, it's all it's like it's um I think it's it's I think it's like sixty quid a month. Oof, blimey! See, Adobe knows that you don't have a lot of choice. Each, See, sixty quid a year sounds cheap now. No, nah, <laughs> so it's sixty quid a, a month each license. Yeah, yeah, we have cheap four uh, max. Good that job. need licenses, so that's a lot of month, a lot of money every month. So, nah, we're just gonna buy um the the thingy, the F- kind of the, packy. the CS6 kind of um uh, license where you get it shared kind of thing. We oh can't God. every month, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's hard to justify that, isn't it? Unless you're really, really using it, you know. What I, mean, I mean, we do use it. I'm but, assuming you do. Yeah, we do, but like sixty quid a month's a lot, isn't it? A lot we of just money. have to. And is that like do you do animation and stuff for that, Chen? Yeah, you yeah, yeah, we do. Sees uh, connection. And you were saying like animation takes a long time; it's hard work. But you know what? In that, who wants a video? Video? They do yeah. a lot of animation, and that doesn't look like it took a long time. Um, no, no, that's true. That's true. Um, we'll of course, that's a that. professional. Le- they're clearly uh, professional. They're, they're, they're a professional production. They probably no, have a exactly highly massive team. Fred and Sharon, if you're wondering. Fred and Sharon, that's uh, on YouTube. Other names. <laughs> if you if you type in Fred and Sharon, uh, do you need a video <laughs> on YouTube? You'll see a professional production. One day we aspire to be that. So. I know you. Maybe someday you can reach that level. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe someday. What about animation? <laughs> Anyway, what about video games? They're shit, aren't they? I hate them. I know, yeah. So, what the hell? Genius. Are you seriously talking about video games? <laughs> I guess the first thing I need to ask you is... Sorry. I'll die. <laughs> you can mute yourself while you die. How rude. Yeah, for God's sake, you know. Right, have you finished dying? Oh, he really is dying. No, he's no, I'm, back, I'm back, I'm back, I'm back. He's back, he's back. Um, yeah, talking to video games. So... We all made suggestions, both on the here and the Overseas oh, Connection, right. games for your iPad. So what have you been playing on the oh, iPad? Yes, then? What I have been playing play? one of the games that was suggested. But first, Oof. I should play the new jingle. Oh, yeah. Been playing. She's got to show off, isn't it, Diane? You know? I know, yeah. yeah. What's she got to speak another language for? Mm. Bring that just because she can't bring yeah. that shit here, Diane. Uh, right. Um, I've been playing uh, a video game on the iPad. I've only played one of the ones that I downloaded last week. No, sorry, right. I have played a little bit of Star Wars Pinball. Yeah, that's good. That yeah, I've been playing. It is that really tonight. good. Um, I played it first. I'm second for the first I'm time yesterday. I played it with sound on. I didn't realize how good the sounds were. So ah, um, that's good. Uh, I'm sick of hearing that sort of. There's a meteorite landed over the sound bite you know the one every time for sort of getting scene one I'm like oh god 
Right, that's exactly what I said when I first talked about this game. Is it, you're supposed to be doing like seven different scenes, but it just keeps doing over and over again. There's a meteorite landing near here. I'm gonna go check it out. It shouldn't take me very long. Shut yes, up, I am sick of hearing that soundbite because that's hey. obviously every time you lose a ball, it's a first. It took me a while. The, the thing I didn't realize to nudge the table. It took me a while to figure I out didn't how know to you do that. Do that. that. Don't. Yeah, you can do. Well, you make it go tilt. No, well, nudge table, whatever. But you've on the iPad, you've got to you've got to jerk it to the left or the right to do it. So you jerk the, the jerk iPad it to the left. <laughs> it uses jerk the motion, and you right. you can change the sensitivity of that. Which is but I am second on my friends list with my score on that table so me? far. I'm beating you by quite a bit. You have to pay. I'm on. You have to pay for the other tables, don't you? You do. Yeah, the one forty nine each. But I'm on I'm on nine and a, just under nine and a half million I am on that table. Here we go, here we go. So is this Star Wars table free forever or do you just get to play it for a while? No, it's free forever. Nice. Uh, yeah. The Empire Strikes Back table. Um but oh my That's god, I got Star Wars table. I had I had two times multi ball going on when I got that score and it was oh. crazy. There was balls flying everywhere. Just like your weekend. <laughs> I know, and, and honestly you see the score flying up so fast. I'm just like, that is crazy once you get that multi-ball going. But you hear it's that? really hard. Yes, we hear your iPad. Yeah. Now. Thank you. You must choose. I'll tell you what, you've got to get them skill shots in. That's where you make the big, big points at the beginning. Shut up, say Luke. Again. <laughs> say again, what did you say, Stu? You've got to get the skill shots in when you you fire your ball off. I don't those, really understand the rules. I haven't played it that much. Okay, when you when you you know there's obviously the little droid <laughs> thing going up and down. Yeah. And you have to hit it to get a skill shot. No. And then it, it flicks around and you get like a hundred thousand points for every time it turns. I've no idea. Then as it comes down, right in the middle, you know where the Vader thing is. I have no idea is. what he's talking about. You know where the Vader thing is in the Star Wars thing in the middle of it. You just hit right? the ball around. What do you mean if you don't play pinball? You just hit the ball. That's all you do, right? Is that what y'all told me? Million bonus. Yeah, really. million bonus. Right, so I'm playing it now. What do I need to do? So if you look up the shoot where your ball goes, there's, a, there's like a droid on a card going up and down. What? So you've, you've got to hit it when it's down. On the right-hand side of the table, yeah. at the end of the table, you'll see like a droid on a card going up and down. Droid on a card? It's like a card, and it's, it's going up, and then it goes down. Into yeah, yeah that's the thing, man. They're trying to replicate a physical pinball game, but they shouldn't. They should, it works. It doesn't. It works. Jenny, I don't even know you're talking about. How does it oh, work? Which which physical pinball game have you played where Darth Vader comes up out in the middle of the table? You can easily do that on a regular pinball table. You cannot. Well, and then he walks back and and blows your ball up as he's coming towards. Oh, so him. he doesn't actually get to walk. The big advance on the digital pinball is it actually <laughs> looks like Darth Vader's walking. Really? No, it's, it does look like the the balls every time you, you get the bully. You should have full screen video of the movie playing at various times. No, <laughs> all it is is Darth Vader walks backwards. Great. He does not. He sort of holds. You know, he uses the force. Him. They, they, he uses the force to make your balls explode. He always makes my balls explode. I tell you, it's not the most comfortable there thing is, to have. There is a porno in there somewhere. <laughs> there is. Darth Vader oh, made my balls oh, the explode. Power of my <laughs> Oh, like like somebody's confessing it on Doctor Phil. Once yeah. you turn to yeah. the dark side, you never go back. I got my first extra ball tonight. I'd never done that before. I was all got an extra ball. Hit, I was, hit I could do with that. 
But I'm average. I'm averaging about five to six million normally, and then every now and again I get into the nines. I've had not over nine million twice now, so I've just I'm short of ten million. Is. Let me see if I can pull up my high score and I can maybe. What's your change. high score? I don't know because it's not. It doesn't cross over, does it? Uh no, no, no. Uh, what do you mean it doesn't cross over? Like you I have it on Steam. I can't. Yeah, it's, it's, the leaderboards are on the yeah, iPad thing, Steam. not the Game Center thing. So anyway, moving on because you you obviously have talked about that and you're playing it and liking it. I'm guessing. Oh, yeah, I'm playing Although it. Yeah. You, don't, you don't understand it. But what else have you? What was the other game you played out of the suggestions? Uh, Breach and Clear. Oh right, yeah, that was Riches, wasn't it? Uh, yes, yes, and I heard good things. And it's yep. it's like a simplified XCOM. Oh okay. Uh, so the idea is you are. You, you you command. It's kind of like full spectrum warrior, but like better. All right. But this is this is by Activision, isn't it? Who I don't know. I'm sure it's Activision that have put this out on i on the so, device. You 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 have a you kind of pick different kind of blokes. It's like XCOM. You can name them and all sorts of crap, right? And I named my first one Awesome McDude. All right, and things <laughs> like that. And then uh, I name one Derek just for fun. Um, so. Yeah, you name them all, and you give them little things, and they all have different classes, you know? So, the usual shit, right? The usual shit, what you expect. But you don't control them or anything, so you, you can... Every stage, it's just, like, super small. It's like XCOM, but, like, smaller and simpler. So you get to pick... You, sometimes you start with one door, you know what I mean? You've got one door, and you have to breach that one. So you can put all four of your men on that one door. Sometimes you start with two doors, and you can put two on each, or you can put one on one and three on the other... Or you can start with four doors and so on and so forth, right? And you have to pick. It's really cool. The reason why I like it is because you have to pick their waypoint, so where they end up, right? So you can see the room. You can see the map, but you can't see the enemies in the room. So right. you go, um, Randy McTavish, or whatever his name is, uh, you go to this office desk. Um, and But the, the cool thing is, after you've picked where they go, you also pick the direction that they face. Right. Okay? But also, another thing you can do with some of them, not all of them, but some of them, you can... It selects the path, and then halfway through the path, you can pick another point, and then say, at this point, I want you to face right, but when you get to the office chair, I want you to face left. Mm. So he walks in the room, looks right, goes left. Right? And you can do that with all four of you men. You don't... Control you, you, when you and it's turn based and it's uh, you, you go in and they shoot automatically on their turn, so you don't have to take a turn to shoot. Whereas in XCOM, you have to move and then decide to shoot. You know, shooting is part of the turn, like, is a turn, it takes a turn to shoot. Whereas in this, all you have to do is move, so it's really simple. Levels are super short. I really like it. I think Bruce and Clear is a fine uh, little game for your iPad. Yeah, it's by it's by a company called Gun Media. I've just had a quick look. Gun Media. So yeah, I Gun recommend Media. it. If, if people like XCOM, get Breach and Clear. I I've played XCOM. I haven't fallen in love with it yet. I don't know why. I've still got it, and I still feel like I need to give it more time. But I haven't fallen in love with it yet. However, um, I have I re- fallen in love with Breach and Clear. I really, I, I don't, I don't think I've fallen in love with it. But I, I, I thought it, it kind I of in bed naked with it last night. That's pretty true. I, 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 you know when you play a game and you just kind of get it straight away? Like, XCOM, yeah. I don't feel like that. I don't gel with it very quickly. Um, there's a big learning curve there. But with Breach and Clear, 
I got into it, and I, I got it, and I was like, ah, oh, this is fun. And you, you, it, the 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 learning curve goes away, and it's more about just playing the game and having fun. So I really liked it. Really simple. I think that's necessary for the iPad. Yep, absolutely. So uh, played that, and I've also played uh, uh, a new game. You'd be pleased to hear Stuart and Duke. Oh, oh very, very good. It's pretty new. By the way, by the way, just to clarify, it's nothing to do with Activision. They're not involved at all. Okay. Um, it's just gun media. Gun media. So go. I've been playing another game that's pretty new. Uh, it's called GTA. Oh, I've seen this. Uh, seen the videos. GTA 4. Uh, yes, that's oh. right. I've gone back to 2008. Um, I have been doing a, a bit of uh, testing. Um, my plan was to finish GTA 4 before... Five came out, but this is the thing about growing up. If you're young and you're listening to this, if you're like under twenty-one, this is the secret to growing up. It fucking sucks, right? <laughs> because you never get to do anything. You still don't know anything, all right? And everybody just pretends they do. Uh, anyway, so I I, I've, uh, I've I've been playing GTA Four and I've been capturing it uh, for the benefits of YouTube. I've been capturing. Uh, my playthrough and i wanted to do it all but i don't think i'm going to maybe i'll go back to it after but um I'll go i've been watching these and it's funny i mean you know jenny is a funny guy but it's also kind of horrifying like when you kept seeing if that guy was dead that yes you know what? I... at a certain point i'm like god i'm watching this dude kill a dead guy over and over again i was gonna bring that very big because i was sort of laughing right yeah, and millie was doing hurts. her homework <laughs> And I had my headphones on, right, while I was... Because I had it set up on the windowsill while I was making tea tonight. And I was... Because I'd watched... I'd already watched the first one right. when you when you put that out. So I thought, oh, I'll watch the second one uh, while I'm doing tea. So I had my headphones on. And, <laughs> and I was laughing, right? And Millie's like, what are you laughing at? I'm like, yeah, you don't... You can't see. She's like, <laughs> I can't see this. <laughs> and she was like, why? And I'm like, it's just something Ginny's doing. Uh, you should have said that. <laughs> I know. And she went... She went... It was just like it was like a knowing uh oh, oh, doing yeah, it. it. Must doing, be bad. I'll tell you <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I, I, I've been, I've, I've asked you guys. So I didn't know if you watched them or not because, believe yeah. it or not, listeners, yeah. everything yeah. I upload sometimes you and Duke don't watch them. All right, I do. Um, I watch most stuff. Most stuff. See that keyword. I like. I watched the news this week again. Yep. Um, See another news this week? On, on the on the YouTube channel. It's all happening now. It's all happening. It's busy that YouTube channel. There's always something on there, something new on there every day. I knew it was up. If you're listening, all right. Well, so much goes up now, Duke, that it's not worth doing a blog post about everyone. Oh, oh, it's so much. I can't blog post it. Yeah, that's it. I might do. There is, there is a lot of stuff going up. I I tell you, it's busy. I was thinking about doing like this week on YouTube or something blog where I. Uh, Anyway, so he's a busy man. Busy man. Um, yeah. So I've been kind of looking about, I've been debating and debating how to do this, how to capture my game and and make it funny. Because the point of it really is that it has to be funny. Because I'm not very good at... Um, it, serious. Look, I'm not very good at serious. No one gives a no. shit about GTA 4 at the moment. No. Right? So, and I'm really like... I've always been better at being stupid and funny than I have been at informing people about serious shit. So, uh, like, I see some walkthrough videos, right, and they just talk forever, and they don't cut it, you know what I mean? They just constantly talk, and they're really good at it. 
All right. Um, I can't do that. I'm not sophisticated enough to do it. So I, I'm Crusader so, Kings two tutorial. Sometimes there's there's Chinny uh, Chinny Duke love that. That's what you need to do. What he was yeah, just talking yeah. about Crusader Kings. <laughs> he loved it. <laughs> do a walk. No, he walks in for five hours. Through that, where you're like, what the fuck is that? I don't even know what's going on. I'm dead. Shit. Yeah. I, well, five I, hours. I, I was thinking about starting up a, a a series of videos called Is It Shit? Um, <laughs> and I play games and find out if they're shit. There you go. Um, there you go. Yep, it's shit. Yeah. So that that's that's also coming. Um, so yeah. Uh, so I, th- this is kind of the the, the fir- formula that I've come up with. So I play the game. I don't try too hard because I feel like you can tell when people try too hard on these videos. You know, to be funny. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't try too hard. I, I sometimes I'm silent for forty minutes in these playthroughs, and then something will happen. And I, I have to, I, I think about, oh, this is quite funny. I can start talking now. I'm, I'm still not sure that dude was dead, though, if I'm being honest. I, I hope he's dead. Uh, yeah, so, like, um, that's the formula that I've come up with, and I think I'm going to stick with it, because it's pretty funny. So they're, they're about two hours each, those playthroughs. All right, got what, condensed into 14 minutes it's or whatever ten, it is. 10 minutes and 8 minutes. Right, okay. So, I, knew it was, I knew it was short. Yeah, so I think that's. I think that worked well. I don't know about you guys. I need feedback on this, so I don't... Yeah, no, I've... I've you don't want to make them too long. If they're too long, people will be like, I'm not watching that whole thing. But um, in terms of... Now, this is, this is what I want to ask you guys. And this, I'll ask the listeners as well, but it'll be too late. So I'm going to post it up on Facebook in a minute. Should I capture my first playthrough of GTA V like this? Nope. Yeah, it's tough because like you shouldn't capture it at all. Well, I guess you could capture it, but then I also feel like you'd spoil it for yourself for, exactly. to a certain extent. You're so worried about the process of recording, and imagine if something goes wrong. You're in the middle of playing it, and then some glitch happens with the recording, and you'd be like, ah, you got to stop and figure okay. that out. That's, that's fair enough, right? Um, the, but the, like, nothing really goes wrong when I do these things. Yeah, it's a fairly solid thing. If you feel comfortable with doing it, then do it. I mean, the only thing... Go on. The only thing I'd worry about is that you'd spoil it for yourself a little bit because it'd take you out of the game and you'd be thinking about stuff to say while you were playing it. I agree. I think you could maybe maybe do it. It happen or not, so if you're not worried about that... No, if you're not worried about any spoilery stuff... It would slow down how fast I play the game. Yeah, I think there's that. And also, maybe you're just better doing that in the free roam. See, what I was thinking about doing, my original plan was, play the game, right? Yeah. Play it normal, without capturing it, and just get it out of my system, as it were. Well, that's what I yeah, think you that, should that do. Makes sense. And then go back and finish GTA 4, right? Because it'll be interesting for me to play GTA 4 after, after playing. 5, right? Because yeah. I've got GTA 4 fresh in my mind now, so I, I you know... Uh, and then go back to it, yeah. And then finish up that, and then when I finish that, go back to five and do it and do it again. Sure. Yeah, I think you should do that. I think we should do that then. All right, yeah, do that. Figure it done. out. Fuck off, Facebook. Never mind, listeners. We sorted yeah. it out. All fixed. That's sorted. Job done. Yep. So yeah, we saw it was good. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. So any anything else you've been playing this week, or is that it for you? Um. No, I've just been doing a lot of. I've been going. I went to London twice last week. Yeah, see, that's trouble, isn't it? Trouble with London. Time. The trouble with England, Duke, is everything's in London. 
I mean, it's a long way away. It's, a, it's longer for it's longer for Stu. Longer for me. It's not so bad for me, but it's longer for Stu. How long does it take to get there, Stu? Uh, on the train, about three hours, three and a See, half hours. See, three hours, that's Chicago from here, and that's close. I'm thinking yeah. Florida, man, that's 12 hours. Yeah, it's not that far away. saying, though. It's only a little it's country, only small. Far. It's far enough in one yeah, day, though. When, when you go to London, you're expected to kind of go there and come back on the same oh, yeah. day. And don't get me wrong, I don't go to Chicago because it's too far. Yeah, to do it. Say, <laughs> imagine if you worked in Chicago. Yeah, oh, hell. And there are people who have crazy commutes like that. They're nuts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Screw so, that. Last, last week, I don't know. Do you know who Jeff Stelling is, Stu? No. We filmed Jeff Stelling, so I'm, I'm sure you're happy about that. Um, Brilliant. Yeah. The Jeff Stelling? Exactly, yeah. <laughs> no way. I know, I know. So I got to meet <laughs> the man. You bastard. Uh, in all seriousness, though, he, 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 um, he presents a, a show on in the UK on Sky Sports called Soccer Saturday. You see, I don't do sports. But you really. do do Countdown. <laughs> do, do. I, I have done Countdown. Uh, but not, again, I'm not a massive No, no, fan. never mind. But he did Countdown for a few years as well. Um, and we got to, to film him, and we got down to London. And then on Saturday, right, uh, me, my brother, and my mother uh, took my dad, who is 70 soon, uh, oh, bless him. to London for the first time. Ever. Ever. Crazy. My wow. dad has never been to London. He's been yeah, around Britain. He hasn't left the like, um, the the Isles of the British Isles ever. Um, but but he's he's had holidays around Britain. He's seen a lot of Britain, but he's never been to London. So um, that my dad's into. Did, did he go on the eye? Did he? Did he? Go no, on no, the no. Well, the, the the reason why we went down is there's a space um, exhibition there that was called the Visions of the Universe, and uh, my dad loves that stuff, and I like it as well because he. Used to talk about it a lot when I was a kid. So, I'm... so what you're saying is, he's a nerd like you. He is. Yeah. I mean, he's a. Oh, I've got a picture of my mom and dad both playing GTA 3 on the iPad and iPhone. Nice. No. Cool. So anyway, um, uh, there, there was this exhibition and it was really cool. Uh, and uh, we had some time, so we we said, hey, go go on this because you can't see very well. My dad, he's he's almost blind. All right. So, he, I mean, he can kind of see, but he. You know, in areas that aren't familiar to him, he struggles. So the underground, Stu, he's like, oh my god, fuck. But you know, he's all like, he, he can see a few things. He can follow somebody. You know what I mean? So if he's behind me, he can follow me. You know? Yeah. Um. So when it was the underground, I was like, Dad, we've got to get off the next stop. So I put him by the door and I just basically push him out. Um, <laughs> yeah. But we, so we got there. He saw the London Eye, and then I said, Dad, turn round, and then he saw Big Ben, and he was like amazed because he couldn't believe it. <laughs> Um, and because he he was just like oh, I've seen more today than I have for the whole of my life, you know. He was like blown Sweet. away. So that I haven't really been playing many video games because I've been doing that, but that was awesome. I've been talking too long. Sharing momentous experiences with my dad. Whatever. What games you been playing, man? Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. Bless. Um. So yeah, that's that was me for the weekend. I I've done quite a bit of gaming, really. I suppose. So. Well, I've I've had a weird week this week because. I was determined to get Outlast finished. This is the whole game. Um, yeah, I got stuck on a bit where I was being chased down by these obviously crazy inmates. And there's a mechanic in that game that allows you to push sort of shelving units across doorways to stop them coming in. So you can sort of block them out. But they always seem to find another way to get to you anyway, regardless of how many doorways you block as you're running. 
you know, trying to escape so that they don't kill you. Uh, and I kept coming to the same bit where I couldn't figure out where to go and I would just get killed. And to be honest with you, the, at that point, there was absolutely no tension whatsoever because it was just like, oh, for God's sake, kill me already and then I can try again and find out where really? the hell I've got to go. So it just kind of yeah, not scary. Yeah, I'm I'm a, I'm at a point where it, it just is not scary for me anymore, but I'm not saying that it isn't a scary I've game. Heard that, I've heard um, other people say that about this game. It's like it just kind of loses its edge a little bit. Yeah, and I think, I think the problem is one... Go on. Once you get killed for the first yeah. time, you, once you're dead, you're like, oh, yeah. is that it? The, 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 right, the no threat biggie. of death no longer really is, becomes is, a threat. That's right. So it's just now it's just about besting the game. Yeah. So I'm sort of getting through these areas. You know, there still has been a few jump scares. There was one bit where I had to crawl along this ledge across all these um, sort of cell doors with inmates inside. And at one point, one of them sticks his hands out and grabs you from behind and stuff. So that has happened. But it made me jump more than Singularity. That game made me jump. Yeah. So there's that. But beyond that, no. I mean, the other thing, the other thing, I bought Amnesia, a machine for pigs, and I just have not even played it yet. I bought it and I've not even got around to playing it. Bloody hell, Stu. I know. What do do you get paid for on this show? I know. There's a reason, though, right? Because uh, Diablo 3, there was a demo came out. So I was like, So he can't play a new horror game because he's busy playing games years ago well you know you know on average how long is a demo you know hour, you get a demo two for hours maybe hour. i mean i mean that's that's good two hours is great if you got a demo i think an hour hours, is like, on a sweet spot it would be a maximum that you'd probably get for a, a d and that's even then a decent demo isn't it because i also played the ducktales demo has anyone played this Ooh, no she's that that has not aged well i mean this is an old game that's been hd fired hasn't it but apparently but my god this game moves slowly i was like oh my god this is the slowest platformer ever and that lasts about 50 minutes for the demo if you're lucky and it's it's just very sort of the most basic of platformers you know and the, and the demo shows you nothing really it's just very very basic jump on blocks crush blocks jump on head of enemies well this came out everybody was like kicking gems. off saying oh it's back it's gonna be awesome like see and i don't i never even picked up on the original excitement about it back in the day so i don't know no, no i really I. don't get it this is like to me a platformer for kids it's that simplistic really i was like this is very simplistic Anyway, Diablo 3, so I was like, oh, yeah. oh, yeah, I'll download That's this. That's out, isn't it? Download this. Uh, I picked a wizard for my character, so I went with a wizard. I thought, I'll do the magic stuff, see how that gets on. Uh, anyway, the, the actual whole demo, to get to the end of the demo, took me about three and a half to four hours. Wow. Yes. This is Mahoosif. It gives you the whole of the first act. You're a snob, sorry, PC gamer, right? Yes. Um, why didn't you pick it up on there? Right, because on the PC is there? Well, also, but it's broken on the PC. Uh, oh, because of the it's shop. Actually, exactly. There's no shop on the 360 version, so you've really got to earn all your your loot. You got to earn. You got to earn your loot. You can't just go and buy it for 20p. Yeah. So I mean, I mean, I think that's a, the one of the best things about it coming out on console. Because uh, and uh, as far as I know, there ain't no auction house coming for the the there console. There ain't no version. auction. So no you, what, the only way the only way you're going to get decent gear is by actually playing through the game and and you know getting good loot hey, drops. If, you, if we ever have veteran gamers trivia, right? Um, 
one of the questions can be, has Chinny met the singer of Ain't Nobody? Does it better? Brilliant. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. so so I've got to say, though, I am pretty impressed with it. It's, it's, it's much simpler than I thought it was going to be. Right. I was ex- I was expecting it to be fairly complex uh, systems and gameplay and all that. Correct but... me if I'm wrong, Stu, which you often do. Yes. Um, it's a hacky, looty, dungeony type thing, right? Yes. It's pretty much it's pretty much torchlight. You have your standard before torchlight. And you have your loot and you have you your goblins or whatever some shit. Yeah, and you have your like your boss monsters and the boss monsters drop the best loot when you kill them and obviously they're much harder to kill than all the other little minions. But the minions drop loot as well, but they tend to drop more just, basic items. It's just polished. It is. And items like all your armor and stuff, you get armor that gives you more magical item drops, you know, raises the percentage of that happening or you get armor that'll give you more percentage chance of getting more gold when you kill a monster and you know, it's all that kind of stuff. And to be honest with you, you can sell stuff to to the landlord in the pub. You know, you, once you sort of fast travel back to there, but he doesn't give you very much, to be honest. It's like you know, even a magical thing will only get about fifty gold pieces, which will be dropped from killing about four enemies. Uh huh. Do you know what I mean? So it's, it seems almost pointless to sell stuff. Are you you know, anything English? that you. Yeah, anything you don't need is sort of pointless, but. Um, yeah, wizard character. I'm enjoying it. There's a there's a lot of stuff to unlock still, even and it, it it caps you out at level nine. So on the demo, you can only get as high as level nine. And what's kind of interesting is anything you play, because obviously three and a half hours in a demo is a long time to play. To have to play again when you think when you get the game, you think shit, I'm gonna play through three and a half hours again now. But no, because it saves your progress, and when you get the full game, it starts you where no you finished way. in the demo. That's smart. Yep. In fact, so, nobody yeah. can come up with a better way of doing that. Brilliant. So, yeah. I Jackie Graham, everyone. So, every, you can import your character, everything you've done up to that point, and start exactly where you finished and got to in the demo. Nice. Which which I thought was us. The way the demo ends is really funny as well, because there's this one almighty boss battle at the end of the demo. Let's just cut you off. No, you're just locked in the room, so you just can't go anywhere. Oh. So, yeah. so you can't go forward, you can't go back, and you just there's nowhere for you to go. Warrior, wizard, super mage, I can't get out of this room. Can't get out. There's no there's no way of getting out of the room that you and you just sort of stuck. Um, it does this really cool thing with with sort of party members because obviously I think this game will be will be great played in co-op, which is obviously what it's intended for with four players. Um, uh, but it also adds in AI party members so it chucks those in and they're, they're pretty good they can they're pretty self-sufficient they'll help you out they have their own sort of health bar and you can obviously equip them with better armor and weapons and stuff as well so you can sort out what they're carrying and how they fight and if you give them a better weapon they go oh thank you for that you know and they sort Is of it actually the, the, co-op the, this game? yeah it's a four-player co-op oh, four-player co-op. yeah four-player co-op the cool. the voice acting's pretty basic Pretty basic. There's nothing. The story is almost non-existent. Story, it, story, non-existent. It really no, look, is people just would, like cut your balls off if you said that. Yeah, it's not. It's not. It's it's really about getting the next the best next loot, loot. That addiction. It it's is like borderline and fighting. Like that, even yeah. though this, you know, game could be, but it's that same addiction. It's that that same itch I'm trying to get at. Is that you know? 
Yeah, and and you you find yourself you see there's a like a like on you move with obviously your left stick and then with your right stick it's for sort of dodging you know like doing backwards rolls and stuff. <laughs> but it it feels almost no point to it because there's some uh, some points there's that many enemies crowding you rolling around really doesn't do you any good whatsoever. The only time I found it useful is there's like there's usually like a, a head enemy that's spawning all the others. So you can roll through them and take the the one that's spawning all the others out first, and then obviously no more appear. Then you can just deal with the ones that are uh, sort of spawned around you. But you know, like um, Gauntlet. Yeah. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. Gauntlet. I remember. You know, at some point, has destroyed the food. But you remember in Gauntlet, you'd have about thirty things crowding after you, and yeah. all like the magnets. next room, and you'd be like, "Oh, I don't want to open that room." Shit. Yeah, yeah, and they're, they're sort of all crowding around the freaking doorway, waiting. Yep. Uh, at some points, it feels a little bit like that. I mean, there was one point where I must have had about 20 skeletons all around me <laughs> in one go. Yeah. And you're trying to take them all out and using all these cool, uh, like, sort of attacks. And there's defensive spells and there's attacking spells. And every now and again, it'll unlock another another skill for you as you're leveling up. So uh, you, you don't have every... All your buttons don't do something because there's still buttons locked that obviously have more spells and stuff on them that aren't unlocked at that point when you get to the end of the demo, so... But it's good. I mean, I can definitely recommend playing the demo. Three and a half hours, you can't sort of complain, really. But that's why part of the reason I didn't get to play anything else, because I was playing that for sort of play, half of an average game. That, Diablo 3. You know that Brothers game that came out on the Somewhere Arcade? Yeah, I you could that in that, that time. You could have finished it. Yeah. So was that. And the last thing I played was the Puppeteer demo off, off PlayStation. Uh, I don't know anything about this. Nope. This is... Um, School Duggera talked about this a little oh, bit. Oh, maybe I do. He did talk about this a little bit. It, it's one of the nicest looking games I've seen in a long you time. It, it. it looks... <clears throat> uh, it's a sort of... I think it's a PlayStation Japan one. It could be Santa... No, no, no Japan. No, it's a, play, it's a PlayStation Japan one. So it's one of those. One of those. But it's one of those. It looks beautiful. The voice acting is just incredible. It's so well done. Brilliant voice acting. It really is like a Pixar cartoon. Cool. You know, the the voice acting is really what that good. Game the, the graphics are very similar to Little Big Planet. You know, all real-looking textures of cardboard and stuff. And um, Skullduggar was right, what he said about it. You know, it's, it's, it's set in a puppet theatre. So it's sort of got little curtains at the side and everything. And then he zooms in, and then obviously that's where your level starts from. Uh, and it's, it's basically a platformer, I guess, is the best way to describe it. But I, I sort of feel, to an extent, it's sort of style over substance. Mm. because it looks phenomenal it sounds brilliant but the gameplay mechanics themselves are fairly simplistic mm. it's, there's nothing too it's just a platform. exciting yeah it's just a platformer but it's, it's a clever platformer in the way it's presented you know and it's got a really cool story you know the story's fantastic I love the story and basically it's this sort of evil entity stealing the souls of children from earth and you've got to try oh, and look, stop look him look a story it. then Oh, yeah, it's quite dark. It's very dark. Um, but it's just cool. And you have a little helper, which is like this flying cat. And you can highlight objects with the cat. And that sort of unlocks other stuff. And you basically, your lives are heads. So you get different types of heads. At one point, I had a banana for a head. Oh, have a banana. Yeah. So basically, the, 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 the intro to the story is the evil dude ripping the head off your soul and swallowing it. So you're just a body without a so head. So it's a bedtime story. <laughs> 
it's you know it's interestingly it's like a kids thing but it really isn't for kids it's quite it's kind of dark it's like it's like if tim burton made a game is probably the what, best way to describe Jeopardy. it no but it feels uh, like bottom carter <laughs> no it feels like it's, it's like, like by danny elfman <laughs> no but you know you know t- that <laughs> do you know that tim burton art style yes that's what it looks like yes it's like his stop motion animation films. So, nightmare. It looks like his hair oh, yes. has grown out of control. Yeah, it's very much like a nightmare before Christmas art style. It's it's a brilliant looking game, and uh, but it's twenty five quid, and I just I, as much as I liked it, I couldn't justify buying it. I'm just like it's just too much. It's twenty five quid, man. It's an arcade game in in essence, you know, a PSN downloadable game. And I don't know what I think of this next year, but do you know what you're gonna have for lunch when I buy you lunch? I don't know. I was thinking. I don't about even that. know. I, mean, I can't even remember what I bought you lunch for anymore. You buy me lunch because you said Mirror's Edge Two oh, wouldn't yeah. be announced. Shit. Don't worry. Not I only got to buy him lunch. You got to keep getting reminded about how wrong you were. Wrong. Anyway, that's it for me. So Puppeteer is definitely played a demo. Give it a whirl and see what you think because it is a beautiful looking game. But I don't know. Twenty five quid just seems too much money you for a platform. It, you can't just. It's hard to justify for a platformer. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, especially when it's not doing anything particularly new apart from looking beautiful. <laughs> you know, don't get me wrong. It does look lovely, but mechanically, it's not doing a lot new. You know, each head. There'll be certain areas where where there's like a glowy head on the on one that you might have, and if you do the special thing at that point, something will happen, which is again very cool. You know, cool stuff happens, but it's very simplistic, really. It's just a very simplistic game, but just looks brilliant. So mm-hmm. yeah, I don't think yeah, I'll be cool. playing it anytime soon. I'll definitely give it a, give the demo a well. It's definitely yeah, worth it's playing the, the demo. Plus three. Oh, no, it, it's on the yeah, it's on the plus three. I've been, I turned on my Puss 3 because I had to play GTA on there, so maybe I will. Yeah. It's the Puss 3. So, yeah, give it, just give it a download. Yeah, I mean, it's not, not a fucking I download. Particular... I think it's only about... Oh, actually, it might be. It might be about 4 gigs. It's quite a big... 4 gigawatts. Yeah, it's about 4 gigawatts. It's, it's a big one. Anyway, Jude, what have you been playing? Because we need to get on with this show because it's already running. I have no idea anymore. All right, I'll move through this very quickly then. Um, First of all... <laughs> Ain't nobody. <laughs> nobody. I always think of breaking to electric boogaloo when I hear that song. Um Fez. I continue to play Fez, which indicates that I have not yet given up on it. Um, I know. How's it, I don't how's want it? to, because yeah. again, it's like hard to tell where you are. The map's almost useless because it's a 3D map. And you think the map in Skyrim is confusing. Look at the map in Fez. That thing's a piece of junk. And it's like, oh, okay, so the world I'm in, there's three worlds that radiate off of it. Two of them have gold borders, so I know I've gotten everything there is to get in those worlds. Great. There's another world I haven't been to yet. I can tell because that border is blank, or the whole image for that world is blank. So I just need to go to that world I haven't been to yet. Which so of these blankety four blank. doors do I go through? Oh, none of them. What the fuck am I? Sp- how am I supposed to get to this other world then? So do we have to guess what the blank is? Yeah, of course you have to guess it. No, not you. But that's the goal of the game is to get you to guess and to want to go into that blank world. Uh. It's just bad map design. I mean, overall, like I'm getting more comfortable with some of the mechanics of the game and. 
you know, it kind of leads you in the right direction, but I think that the, the stuff that's cool about it, and there are things that are cool, you know, the mechanic of rotating the world is funky, but I just feel like other parts of it, he assumed they would be clear to people because they're clear to him. And I yeah, know that's yeah. a pitfall that a lot of people have. You know, when I'm writing a story, I assume certain things are clear, and then I hand it to the Duchess, and she's like, I don't understand why Susan said this. And I'm like, well, because of that. And she's like, oh, that's not what? I had no idea. So I was like, you have to make it clear. So I feel like Fez is a good game that could be great if it were less frustrating to play. Yeah, I guess. But, I mean, that's a trope, I guess, with these more arty games, isn't it? And these more difficult platform puzzlers. You're telling me about difficult platform puzzlers? I played Super Meat Boy, dude. That game... Yeah. I got much more frustrated at Fez than I did Super Meat Boy. What yeah, but that tell you? But Fez is difficult in a different way, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's stupid difficult, whereas Super Meat Boy is fun difficult. <laughs> because it's Fez is more difficult. difficult in figuring it out. I but mean, it's, it's more you've got to it figure out. more it's out. The stuff that you have to figure out is not the stuff you want to figure out. I can figure out how to rotate the world and use the pistons or whatever they are, the, the, you know, the tourney dealies where you have to hold the button down and then turn the thing and only part of the world rotates. That's fine. I don't have any problem with that. I have a problem with i got to get to this other world and none of these doors I'm able to go through gets me there. So what the hell? Yeah, I'm sure Phil Fish, when he was designing that game, said, uh, these are the tourney dealies. Well, exactly. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> these tourney dealies get you to the other worlds if you're tourney dealing enough. Because, you know, I am enjoying it for the most part. Um, I just feel like it could have been streamlined a little more. And I can tell that something big's going to happen probably about two-thirds of the way through because I'm about halfway done now. When you load the game, it tells you what percentage you're done. So, uh, you know, and, and there's this one world where it's like, here's these different doors. You need two gold bricks to open this one you need eight to open this one 16 for this one 32 for this one i open the 32 one they go that's the last door and then the world you go into is like ooh, here's a door that requires 50 gold bricks i was like god damn it you lying game so can i ask you because obviously i didn't i've obviously not played it anyway it doesn't but tell you to keep going huh have you come across anything where you've had to interact with real-life objects in the real world to solve stuff in the game? Because I believe there's some stuff you have to do by interacting with the internet and stuff. That's interesting. I have not gotten to that yet. I wouldn't be. I'm not going to be surprised when something like that, you know, changing the, you know, breaking through worlds or whatever. Because you can tell there's parts of the, you know, game where like a tear in the fabric of space opens up and it's just stars. And if you go near it, your dude gets sucked into the stars. So, okay, the fabric of reality is changing or ripping open or whatever. Fine. No, well, we'll wait and see. Anything else? What else have you... Yes, Rogue Legacy went on offer this week on Steam. What's that? And I had that on my wish list. What is it? Well, so I got it. And because there's no demo. I wish there had been a demo. If there had been a demo, I never would have bought the game. Because... It's a game where it's a first of all it's a roguelike and for those who don't know about a roguelike that describe like FTL is a roguelike they are generally very very difficult they are they feature permadeath and they are meant to be fun even though you're permadeath and all that stuff so Rogue Legacy is a game where it's a roguelike but the twist is when your character dies the ne- their child is the next character you play, and your, their child will get 
the money that you earned when you were in the castle. They will get the weapons you had bought. They will have the health that you had earned and all that stuff. So you get a little stronger each time you die. Cause you're not- so that's, that's a bit like Infinity Blade. That's how that's structured. Okay, I haven't played that, so I don't know, but I'll take your word for it. So it's not really respawning, but it is sort of basically the same notion. And then yeah. you can make it... Okay, so the, the castle you explore is procedurally generated each time, but if you have if you unlock the architect, he can lock the castle down so that you play the same castle each time. The drawback is you only get 60% of the gold you would normally get. Uh, you see, loot, man. Yeah, it's about loot. It's about getting new weapons and stuff. But here's the, the, the biggest... And I loved... I, liked, I was interested in the idea of... You know, each generation has its own genetic alterations. And so, you know, for instance, your character might be colorblind, right? So suddenly the game's black and white, which is cool, right? And sometimes, like one character I had, he had some problem where everything's upside down. So the game is flipped. And one time I had from Australia. Yeah, exactly. Uh, One time I had a character who had dyslexia. So the text when he talks to somebody all the words are you know screwed up and it's hard to read so i mean that's cute and i wanted to experience that and i wanted to see how the whole thing about the roguelike with the generations worked and it works fine and it's cute and it's fun and it kind of keeps me going but it's also a platforming fighting game and i'm done with platforming fighting games you have magic but every character has probably a different magic from the one you had last time so one character might have a magic attack of throwing a dagger i don't know what's magical about that but whatever uh and then another person might have like these orbs that radiate out from your body so you can't get used to a play style where it's jump do a magic and the person in front of you will die because if you're throwing orbs around they're not going to go right in front of you so it's it's kind of annoying in the way that you can't really pick a way to play it and just play it like that all the time um so i don't know like i said if there had been a demo i probably wouldn't have played it i wouldn't have bought it because it's not really my kind of game but i was fascinated by the concept of the generations and whatnot and i mean i don't really regret buying it but i I can't recommend it for everybody but if you like very hard games that are platform fighting games um that are very difficult then maybe check out Rogue Legacy. I don't See, it's true. What? It's true. Demos don't make people buy games. Nope. They don't. Because if you'd have had one, you wouldn't have bought it at all. Not have bought it at all. See, they've they've actually benefited from not having a demo at all, unlike DuckTales, but, which but I'm going to thing that Rogue that. Legacy benefited from is word of mouth, because I hear people talk about this game all the time in terms of like, Oh, it's such a neat dynamic, and it's so much fun. You don't care when you die. Shit, I care when I die. I get real mad when I die. I'm like, come on. And sometimes your character will be born like a dwarf, so they have half the hit points of the other characters. And it's like, what? I'm dead already? Oh, right, because I was a dwarf. Damn it. So, I don't know. It it can be frustrating. Uh, Whatever. But it keeps it interesting, doesn't it? it? You're never playing the same thing twice. Right, and that's the thing that keeps you going. It's because you're like, oh, man, I died. Okay, I wonder what my next generation will be. You know what I mean? That curiosity of like, oh, what's the next thing going to be like? What's the next thing going to be like? But... And the fact is, you keep all your stuff from the previous one, so you never truly... It's not like, for instance, like Dark Souls... You know, or demon souls, especially the first one, where you might have picked up all these, you know, souls and 
stuff and then suddenly you've not got them anymore because you've been killed and yeah, you have to make the, other, the flip side of that is like, if you if you go into the castle and you only get like 200 gold there's only so much you can buy for that and when you dump, yeah, your next guy might be like i have 200 gold but i can't do anything with it and in order to get into the castle again you have to pay this ghost all the gold you have so you have to spend it on whatever you can before you go in. And sometimes you can't spend on anything. So you're like, I have gold, but I can't do anything with it. They ought to have a little chest you could put some gold in. No. No, because you've got to get further, man. You've got to have some motivation to get more gold before you get killed. But you don't get, I, mean, I guess, but you don't get more gold. You just get some gold. I don't know, whatever. I mean, it's not, like I said, it's not a bad game, but uh, it's not really my cup of tea. But Skyrim mm-hmm. is, and so I've been playing oh, some of that. God. Well, never mind that because we need to do some news. I think, I think on that point because we've heard enough of Skyrim in the yeah, last few weeks. There's nothing new to say anyway. So there's nothing new to no. say. Right. So news time. Let's get news. Putting news first. So, Ginny, news. What's in the news, oh, man? I'm sorry, I'm playing. Uh... Stop with this Star Wars pimp. Yeah, put the pinball down. I know you're trying to beat my score what because I've got a higher score than you at the moment. I got close. I got close, you. Oh, yeah, well. by the way, I looked it up. I should tell you that my high score on the Empire Strikes Back table is 21 million. So. Oh, well done. Thank you. Yeah, well, well. Was, I've not been playing it that much. In uh, your face! <laughs> just you was talking about just, whatever shit you was talking about, I've got 8 million. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, I thought that yours was going to be lower due, seeing as you didn't bloody gloat when you first looked. I was like, oh, maybe he hasn't got a higher score. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, four. Yeah. Anyway, come on. That would be funny it. if I said that, though. Oh, my high score is only four. Ah, four million. No, no, no. Four. I got four points in the game. <laughs> four Sucks. points. Chinny, no. Now. Hey, Chitty you're the ones that keeps talking about whatever the hell you're talking about. <laughs> well, we're waiting for you I to was... kick off the news, man. I'm trying Give to open else the to talk about. thing. So, Everybody right. does it better. We had a lot um, of compliments on my singing last week yeah we did i even named the show after you makes me feel this way let's uh Stu, let's talk let's talk euro gamma i know yes uh, uh, developer yeah. sessions confirmed let's talk about euro gamma uh for people that are going to euro gamma that's right uh your favorite podcasters um midlife gamma will be there but we'll also be there as well <laughs> we'll be we'll be there uh, da, 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 da. And I'm sure Mojo Interactive will be there. Everyone loves them. I am Mojo Interactive! Mojo Interactive. Right, so, uh, developer sessions at Eurogamer are as follows. Uh, yeah, let's on, do this shit. On Thursday, which we won't be there yeah. for, we um, won't. Uh, Phil Harrison, formerly at Sony, but now at Xbox, will do an Xbox One presentation. Uh, Forza will be there. Uh, some Velocity... Something or other. That's an indie game on the PlayStation. Uh, Killzone Shadow 4, Guild Wars 2, and The Evil Within will be all shown on Thursday. Dev talks on those. On Friday, Tear Away, uh, Beyond Two Souls, which means David Cage will be present. Oh, what a nightmare. He's on on Friday. Hey, you are in London. The... You could bring it. I know, yeah, because I was hoping. I mean, that was going to be my target for a soundbite for Duke this yeah. year. Was, uh... I, um, I, I, this has been a good conference, but i got to go meet this French dish head. And I know. Is. I was going to say douchebag, but then I stumbled. 
because um, he's not what's interesting this year there's no no because usually you get repeated ones don't you like repeated yeah, sessions like they'll be on maybe a couple it's very of days. competitive not a this year yeah, it's not a repeater oh i've just saw one that i want to go to right i know there's a couple i've been planning okay so out. there's also <clears throat> dying light uh yeah no this looks kind of interesting so this is know. from the guys who brought you dead island uh, yeah sticking with the zombie theme sticking with the zombie theme uh fifa 14 yep drive club and outside Xbox Live show. Um, yeah, something to do with Xbox. Yeah. So on Saturday, when we'll be there, uh, yeah. Witcher 3. Yeah, I want to go and see that. Uh, sure. Watch Dogs. Yeah, probably that yeah, the as Witcher well. 3 talk, you should be like, sorry, can you specify about how the silver sword is used? Because I have a friend who really doesn't know, get yeah. the whole silver sword thing. Uh, do you know what's funny? I remember when we went to go to the, to the Witcher 2 one. And then realised that it was PC only at the time, and nah. none of us really had a decent PC, so it was like, no. And then it came out on console anyway. <laughs> uh, after Watch Dogs, it will be Batman Arkham Origins. Yeah, I'm not too interested in watching that. that. One. Uh, there's a PS4 yeah. indie Rezogun. Rezogun? Rezogun? Don't think I'll be there. Uh, Lego <laughs> Marvel Super Heroes will be 4 o'clock, and at 5 o'clock, Need for Speed The Rivals will be. So yeah, the only two I'm interested in that day is probably Watch Dogs and The Witcher I think 3. Watch Dogs is uh, is one that I'm interested in. They're um, packed. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Oh shit. Oh yeah. No, 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 no. Um, oh yeah. What? Project Goddess. Yeah, maybe I'll just have to settle for Peter Molyneux again. Ugh. Ugh. Um, we'll be there, and Mr. Yeah. Molyneux himself will be talking about it. At one o'clock, which is one I definitely want to see. Yeah, I want to see is this. Is Feath. Uh, There's not been a ton of stuff on the internet about this, no, really. Well, it's still a way it? off. It's still spring next year, so. Yeah. Um, it's been nearly ten years since the last game. Feath 4 series was released. Ah, blah, 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 blah. Uh, cool. Uh, I have saw a trailer for this game next coming up, uh, so I might be curious about this one. It's called Murdered Soul Suspect. Yeah, this looks this looks kind of interesting. <clears throat> I think this will be a right up your street. I, I think it, I, I'm looking at it. I saw the trailer for it's it. Kind of kind of CSI. Honestly, so, so you play a dead man, um, trying to work out. Yeah, stuff. trying to like the top the strap line for this is like, what would have happened if John McCain had died during Die Hard? He would have <laughs> fought on as a ghost. Um, obviously, obviously. <laughs> at three o'clock. At three o'clock, uh, they'll be cleaning the room up because no one will be there because they'll be talking about the future of oh yeah. Uh, actually, actually, when you think about the John McClane thing, that's kind of true, isn't it? Because you know, sixth sense and all that. Just oh, wow. anyway. And when he turned up in Breaking Bad, that was even worse. Um, hey, what? So yes, four o'clock. Yeah, future of oh yeah, not too bothered. I mean, again, the last three things that I not really that bothered. So yeah, four, not... four o'clock. Yeah, Wasteland Kings. Five o'clock Eurogamer indie podcast. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, not gonna not gonna attend though. Not really that bothered about that. So there, yeah. We'll be gone by that. We'll be going around that time anyway, aren't we? We'll be off. We'll be off. So yeah, murdered soul suspect and thief probably on the Sunday we'll go to and Witcher three and Watchdogs potentially on the Saturday. So we've got a couple on each of the days, and then in between we'll just be playing tons of games. Tons and tons of games. So yeah, looking forward to that. Looking forward to that. Meeting people, as we've said last week. So, yeah, it's kind of cool. So, what else is achieved? Hang on, Steve, one second. Thank you. Um, uh, right. Okay, so other news. Uh, we've got to talk about it. 
Yeah, go for it. Yep. That's the show. Yeah. Anyway, come on. What else? What else? Is uh, so GTA. Uh, quick one, really. Coming out soon. Uh, it's coming out, uh, and that's it. In about twenty minutes. In about yeah, twenty minutes. Uh, GTA Online details over five hundred missions. Um, ideas were in the works since GTA Three. That's pretty impressive. If that's <clears throat> uh, according to Rockstar North President Leslie. Bleh, uh, the team behind GTA Online wanted to create a world that consists of everything we've done. I just spat on my iPad. Right. Well done. Thanks. Um, it can, quote, consists of everything we've done or are going to do, uh, then let the player freely move between them. Uh, ben Zies, that's his name, went on to say uh, that the idea behind the online game had been in the works since development was started on Grand Theft Auto 3. Quote, We've always wanted to create a world with complex with the complexity of a single-player Grand Theft Auto game with the addition of real players, he told Game Informer. We wanted a world where people could spend years without getting bored of playing the same content over and over. I think we've managed it. I think we've managed to achieve something very close to our dream, he says. Uh, meanwhile, in the latest issue of Game Informer magazine, more details regarding GTA Online have been pulled. Post a few for you here. Uh, 500 missions online. It take, takes place after the events of GTA 5. Just a minute, just before you go on to the next bit, why would you have, because it says some solo and some requiring a team, so why would you have a solo mission in an online multiplayer? Well, I'm guessing yeah. like some you can go in solo with other like strangers and stuff, like against strangers. You know, like oh, maybe. quick match, what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, sort of like a thing, you know, like death match. Like a quick match, yeah, yeah, like a quick match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then someone just co-op or whatever. Uh, it takes place after the events of GTA 5. Uh, players will need to do whatever it takes to get more money in the bank um, and procure assets like cars and real estate. Female characters can be used in GTA Online. Activities in the core game are also included, such as heists, missions, robberies, assaulting gang hideouts, hijacking armoured vehicles, races, tennis, golf and base jumping. If you're not careful when you're driving in those races, you might get into a car crash. Um, Biker gangs can support you during missions if you're on good terms with them. Rockstar use a, quote, dynamic system to populate GTA Online. There are options to let the game decide who to play with, and you can handpick every player in the game. Uh, There's a crew ranking system and a personal rank. Starting skills are based on choosing lifestyles and can be upgraded along with your character's look. Uh, the crew leader will decide who keeps the loot after a mission is completed. Um, players can kill you and take your cash, so it's best to make use of the ATM machines as often as possible. Uh, purchases can still be made using the money, even if it's in the bank. Uh, if you are robbed, you can put a bounty on a said player. Nice. Uh, you can invite friends to your home and drink, call strippers, watch TV shows, etc. Emissions are controlled through Rockstar Social Club, which means the developer can tweak them regularly. Yeah, I mean, it does sound cool, and we've only got, well, 15 minutes to wait now. If Not you're for still that, outside no, that's the online. Somewhere. Yeah. 
Yeah, so that's, that's two weeks. a couple of weeks afterwards, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, that's right. So we aren't going to so. play in that yet. No, it sounds cool, though. It does, it does sound, sound cool. cool. And, and if people say they're not into GTA, then, well, we're not friends. Just taking a drink there. Just taking a drink. Taking a drink. Right, on other news now, uh, Dead Rising 3 news. Uh, Dead Rising 3 to be truly open world. So says CVG. Uh, Dead Rising 3 is a truly open world game uh, with no loading screens, uh, boasting a world map larger than those of Dead Rising 1 and 2 combined. Let's hope that the controls are better too. Uh, uh, That's according to Capcom executive producer Josh Bridge, who has described some of the technical challenges facing the studio during development of the ambitious zombie title. What accent should I do, Stu? Uh, I so think Jonathan, Jonathan should, Bridge. What, what, no, Josh. I think Josh you Bridge, do sorry. A Spanish accent. Uh, <laughs> um, I, I don't know. It's going to sound Italian. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. Go with Italian then. It'd be fine. We wanted to <laughs> to go truly open this time around. Bridge told Financial Post. No more load screens. With the biggest world we've ever been able to make with loads of zombies. And in doing this, hey. Oh, uh, we need it to <laughs> hold on to brown pillars of dead rising. Everything and everything is a weapon. Even you. And, and as well as the ability to play the way you want. Uh, while early installments of Dead Rising were also open world, the maps were frequently interrupted by loading screens. A map p- published by Financial Post shows Dead Rising 3 map is bigger uh, than the maps in Dead Rising 1 and 2 combined. Technical art director Liam Blah 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 also revealed the studio is working closely with Google Maps. No, they're not really. I've just got bored in reading this story. You just <laughs> made it up. So there you go. So, yeah, Dead Rising 3 is pretty big. It's going to be big. No load screens and all that stuff. Well, you'd expect that, wouldn't you, from a, a next-gen console game? Because that was what we talked about a lot, apart from graphically looking better we'd expect you know loading screens to potentially go away altogether exactly you know that's where you learn better ai characters etc google drive has just updated by the way like like i, I had to download an update for google drive today and it's uh, crashing yeah so it's rubbish that's why fucking it's because google hates mac it, it does. does um so i'm gonna i gotta act fast when i'm on google drive uh, uh, yeah, what's next? What's next? Well, you pick one, Stu. Which one should I talk about next? Uh, I want you to talk about the Steam Family Sharing Plan. Okay, let me have a look at this. Meh. Steam Family Sharing Plan. Now share your computer, question mark. Um, share your computer, now share your games too. Steam Family Sharing allows you to close friends and family to play each other's games, earning their own Steam achievements and saving their own game progress to the Steam Cloud. It's all enabled by authorizing a shared computer. There you go. That was it. So basically, but, but I want to be able to play games that other people have that I don't. So what's your problem, Jude? Well, I mean, this is nothing wrong with this. This is fine if you have a computer that you share with other people, but I don't. So it doesn't affect me. So I hate it. It's not about sharing. You can just share your. You don't share your computer. You just share your Steam list with other people yeah, but i can't okay if if you have a game that i don't have on steam i can't play yep. your game can i yeah that's how it works so basically i can put you on my like family list Fuck, and then my family list then and then you can access my steam sweet, list sweet let's do it 
Why does everybody <laughs> but, put everybody in everybody's list and then we all play each other's games and we never have to buy games again? There are caveats. It doesn't ah, work. See, that's why. Okay, here we go. This is my problem. Here man. come the add-ons. It works very much like what was originally envisaged by Microsoft, basically. Okay, so you enable it in one of two ways. You can either locally authorize a device to share via the account tab in settings or respond via email to a user's Steam request to share your previously installed game. So basically, you can send a request to me, and I can go, okay, then, and then you can sort of share my Steam list, basically. Okay. So you can have it on up to 10 devices at any given time. So you can share it with 10 other people. Sweet. Okay. You can share your whole library. So in its entirety, so you can share everything I've got on my library. You can basically come in my library, download the game to play. Yeah. Sweet. Now, this is where the problem is. Can a friend and I share a library and both play at the same time? Yep. No. Ugh. So a shared library can only be accessed by one user at a time. Yeah, but still, if, I mean, especially given the time differential. So say, for instance, time differential, or if I'm away on holiday for two weeks, or this? you're away on holiday How about for this? two weeks. Anybody wants to play Rogue Legacy, let me know. I'll put you on my list. You can play it. You won't have to buy it, and you can see that it's not for you, and then you save yourself a trip. Yeah, yeah. But you get your own, you get your own trophies or you know, achievements and everything be, while you're yeah. playing it. So you can get all that kind of stuff. So what's what's kind of interesting? I'll go near my if, Skyrim though. I'll kick your ass. If you're, if, ah, but this is where the other caveat is. It, basically, if you're playing a game off my shared library, yeah, and I I play another game, so I start playing another game, it'll send you a warning regardless of of whatever game I'm playing. It doesn't have to be the same game. You can only play off one library at one time. So if you're playing something else, it doesn't matter what I'm playing of yours. It'll stop me playing it. It will stop you playing it. So it'll give you something like a five-minute warning saying, you know, you've got five minutes to finish up whatever you're doing because the person who owns this library started playing a game. That's fine. That's not, I mean, I understand. I mean, look, don't get me I, – I, I'm happy they're doing this at all, so I can't really complain that it's not what I want it to be. No, and I think it's great. I mean, and, and basically, like I say, for things like if, if I was on holiday for a couple of weeks yeah. and you, you could go in my library and play whatever you wanted for two full weeks. Yeah. So it is. It is really, really cool like that. And it's a um, way to like let people play games that, you know, you don't want to buy, but there's no demo. Like, check it out. Someone wants to play Crusader Kings two. Holler at me. Maybe we can let you play. Well, there's a demo for that. So never mind. And then the only other issue is that if it's region restricted, if there's a game that's region locked to whatever region, you won't be able to lend it to someone in America, for instance, because it'll still be region locked regardless. Yeah, but how many games are like that? I don't know. I don't really know because it's hard to ascertain, isn't it, on Steam whether something's region locked or not because you don't really know because you just download it, don't you? Now, it's interesting. One of the comments, I, I, I put this up on, um, yeah. on the Facebook and someone put, oh, so everyone gives Microsoft grief when they try this, but Steam doing it and it's fine. And I put, yeah, but this is Steam. You, you have to download games regardless, so it makes no difference whatsoever. So this is automatically an added thing yes it is it's sort of a benefit of having steam isn't it straight away <clears throat> One of the and it is almost identical even the even what they've called it steam family sharing because it was something like xbox family plan or something wasn't it hey it looks like chinny just left out of the google drive thing must have crashed i know yeah um, so yeah i think that's pretty darn cool and then the only other thing i wanted to talk about a little bit this week before we move on to uh emails and getting the hell out of it yep. was um with i you know iphone operating system 7 
controller support. Uh, with the announcement that iOS 7 and the latest version is mobile operating system will debut in September, the company is now accepting submissions. What? That's not it. Yes, internal, external <laughs> controller support. That is all right. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah, in the realm of iPhone and iPad gaming, this means embracing con- game controller support, investigating the redesign, uh, game center, and playing about with the Sprite Kit framework uh, to, quote, create new immersive experiences using the latest game technologies in iOS 7. Uh, the game controller framework operates across iOS 7 and our operating system 10, uh, 10.9 uh, will provide the ability to use an uh, MFI made for iOS game controllers with Apple devices. Uh, the support controllers will uh, was originally announced at the Worldwide Developer Conference and will see third parties develop a variety of control systems for Apple products. So basically, games going to have controllers on the iPads. You want to use a controller on your iPad? No, it makes sense, because you can just prop it up, sit there and use a controller, can't you now, yes. rather than having to everything to be touch-controlled, which is always a pain in the ass on, on top of games. I love the way they make it sound like it's a fucking new thing. It's like, oh, now we're going to experience games is... with a controller. It's like, are you yeah, fucking it is. before. The touchscreen was like nothing I'd ever played before. But it is for a device that's that's primarily just been touchscreen interface up till yeah, this is, point. Yeah, it is, but they're making so. it sound like that we've never experienced something like that. No, but, I mean, if they're really going to compete, this is the way to go, isn't it? Stick a controller with it, and suddenly you can well, put the, the any type the, of the, game The best thing about kind of like the iPad, like the App Store, is like the, the gems come through, you know? Like Breach and Clear, for example. Uh, yeah. and, and, and other kind of like cool little games that come through um, that wouldn't have made it on... Uh, like a console so yeah you know look, it'd be interesting what some people can do it's just another indie platform at this point now yeah i mean and don't get me wrong i mean we've had some really good touch control games you know plants versus zombies is a great example that works brilliantly well with touch controls it just does it just works and it's quick and it's easy and everything's very intuitive isn't it yep you know things like uh what else have we got uh, Subway Surfers is another great touch control game. It's very simplistic, does what it needs to do. Away you go. The Room is another great example of using the touch controls in a way that sort of fits perfectly with a game. So there's lots of games on there, really good games, uh, that, that do that. And by the way, if you want to play uh, a Temple Run Subway Surfers, that's even better than both of those, check out Minion Rush, you know, from Despicable Me. Oh, yeah. It's really good. Very good. Yeah. If you want one of those constant runners, then oh, that's, the that's funny. And, and the game itself is funny. You know, it's got all the quirky and funniness of, of Despicable Me built into the game. And it keeps on changing. They keep on putting new worlds in and new sorts of environments to run in and stuff. It's very, very good. It really is good. So, and it's free. What can you say? It's an, an absolutely free game. Um, although, they, you know, there still is shit to buy if you want to buy stuff, but Millie's been playing that thing for hours without buying anything. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, I think this is a bit of a changer, a game changer, if you Game know. changer. A game changer. I think it'll be interesting to see, you know, what sort of controllers come out, because they're all going to be third-party ones, so there'll be all different ones available and seeing which ones yeah, suit. Yeah, they just and... don't say, oh, yeah, your Xbox one will work. Yeah, of course it won't. Why not? Because, it... because they just don't. So that's that's it for the news, I'm guessing. And on that note, we have got a couple of emails. Not too many this week, as it goes. And we've only got two entries 
for our um, competition, really. Which I'm a bit, I'm a bit disappointed if I'm being really honest. You know, I'd have thought we'd have got at least, you know. Hey, people don't maybe, want cool stuff. Fine, the hell with them. Maybe five, half a dozen. You know. So what I thought I'd do, we'd just do the normal show emails, the ones that we've received this week, and then we'll go on to, uh, yeah. Figuring out who's going to be the winner. There we go. Yeah. Whoa, that ruled. Okay, so first email this week is from off Andrew Gould, uh, Gangu Crimes as we know him, and uh, his. His email is this. He says, the question should be, do people have a good point? No. So he says this. Uh, Duke was spot on last week about his points regarding Mass Effect 3. So he's saying, I'm wrong. Uh, Oh, yeah. What does he know? What does he know? Uh, I think the fact Gamer's voice is so loud that it can affect an ending of a video game is very positive for the gaming community. I don't. I I still don't agree with that, but that's just me. You're allowed to be wrong. I'm allowed to be wrong, but I just feel like you know you shouldn't bow down to peer pressure. You know, everyone going, "No, oh, that's wrong." But look, yeah. wait, 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 wait. look. If somebody's about to jump off a bridge and all his friends are like, "No, don't. We love you. It's important that you're here. Like we care about you. We can make it through this rough patch together." Should he go? I'm not bowing to peer pressure. Jump. No, depends what it is. He should bow to peer pressure. It depends. It depends whether it's appropriate or not, doesn't exactly. it? Exactly. And in this moment, it's appropriate that you agree with us. So you. So anyway, he says. Peer pressure. People want to be listened to and respected. Well, you can still listen and re- listen to and respect people. It doesn't mean to say that you have to change your vision. You can still respect someone's opinion, but it doesn't necessarily mean you have to agree with it. Sorry, you can still do what? You can still. <laughs> You can still respect somebody's opinion. Yeah, I was pretending not to listen to him when you said... You... That's pretty clever. Personally, I just wanted all my decisions within the game to have some kind of difference yep. to the ending. Well, that was... As that was supposed to be the whole point in galactic readiness. Well, I never liked the galactic readiness thing anyway. I really couldn't have given a monkeys about that. Yep. I didn't really like that. I mean, I liked all the, you know, the conversation. And I think throughout the game, stuff changed because of the choices you made. It doesn't necessarily mean the whole ending had to be different because of your choices. Because at the end of the game, it's a, you know, at the end of the day, it's a game. And it can only make so many endings, can't you? Yeah, they can uh, have smoke, one. Well, I guess. Smoke and mirrors and all that. Also, going from what you said previous week, films are completely different genres of games. Therefore, same rules do not apply regarding ending of films versus video games. Uh, when I first heard people moaning about ending, I thought people were just being whiny bastards until I played the game. Yep. So there you go. I mean, I kind of agree. I mean, it's interesting, actually. I was thinking about kind of that thing regarding Outlast. Because you have control of what's happening to your character. You see, the whole thing with horror film is a lot of the time you're worried for the character and you can't do anything to stop what's going to happen to them. Yep. So quite often on a, on a decent horror film, you can see what's coming. They often can't. Yep. Yep. And the difference is when you're actually engaged in a game, yep. that rule doesn't apply because you can change what's happening, you know, and either escape or get killed. If you get killed, you just get to have another go at it. In a horror film, if someone gets killed, that's the end. You know, they're gone, aren't they? They don't come back. 
Sometimes they do, I guess. But you know what I mean? And I think that's the difference between it. That, that's how it's difficult to do a horror game that's totally engaging all the way through because there is that... Once, like I said, once you've been killed, the threat's gone. And once the threat's gone, you're not that bothered about it anymore. Yep. So, yeah, it is kind of interesting. Uh, next one's off our favourite uh, emailer, Jason. And he says, Steam would be glad to have it. He says, no time for a proper email. I'm busy playing Steam World Dig, fistful of dirt on my 3DS. Download it now. It's only a few squids. Now, when I first read it, I thought he was, was joking. I didn't realise it was a real game. But it is a real game, and it does look all right. So there you go. I might give it a look. 3DS. It's only a few squids. Speaking of squids, Octodad is looking sharp on the PS4. I do like the look of Octodad, I've got to say. That is funny. Yeah, uh, I have to run. Cool, yeah. Yeah, Katy Perry's new video is on. Can you hear her roar? What? I don't know. And then the final one is from Daniel Hall, and he's a very, 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 very quick one. He says, hey, guys, I saw this in my local Waterstones. Did you even know it existed? But it does look pretty cool. And it's a Metro 23, uh, 2033 board game. Ooh, I don't know. It could be funky. So I'm going to have a look at I haven't had a look. I was going to have a look on Amazon and see what people were saying. But, yeah, I, I like the look of that. Yeah. Yeah, Metro 2033 board game. It could be kind of fun. Who knows? Or it could be just really boring, just sort of, playing on a franchise but it's not kind it's like a game i don't know like some board games they're just the rules are so complicated and other board yeah i know know, it's like parcheesi or whatever you just move a few spaces and that's it it's got to be a medium but by the way i don't know i don't know whether you know this but the well uh, maybe you wouldn't be bothered anyway but there's going to be a game board (laughs) section at euro gamer this year Uh really yeah cool so that'll be interesting not to look at that (laughs) <laughs> I'm just having a look. Oh, it's here. £28.47 it is on Amazon. No. And there's just one single review. It's, uh, let's have a look. Yeah, five stars. It says, a enjoy playing... Yeah. Enjoying playing this with our gaming group. We enjoy the thinking ahead and backstabbing that you need to do to get anywhere in this Backstab. game. Best, best with five to six players. That's it's a strategy game, apparently. 2033. It's not about backstabbing. It's about a metaphor for the breakdown of the Soviet Union. So here we go. I'll, I'll give you the description. This is what it says. The year is 2033. The world is in ruins and all the cities have been wiped away by a nuclear war. Flooded with radiation, the planet's surface is largely unfit for life. Handfuls of survivors have found refuge in anti-nuclear bunkers, the largest of which is the Moscow Metro. In this board game, players will compete for control of strategic stations, carry out hectic tasks, assemble armies, and oversee a subterranean economy. So there you go. Yeah. There you go. So to win... Uh, is to capture all four stations of Polis, uh, the cultural and political heart of the Metro. Yes. And you get different quests and stuff. It's going to be really complicated, isn't it? Yeah. Wow. It sounds very complicated. You have to lead factions and stuff. Each player is the leader of a faction. Yeah. God. In order to win a faction, it has to achieve victory points. Each station under the faction's control gives it one VP. Different quests also bring VPs when completed. So there you go. Hey. So, yeah. It looks cool, but I reckon it's probably really hard. Yeah. So, on to the competition. Yes. Let's, let's do this. Are you ready? We've had two entries. Okay. Now then, do you want to read? Uh, do you, have you seen these? Do you want to read one and I'll read the other? I haven't seen them, no. Do you want, to, do you want me to read them? In fact, shall I read them but not tell you who them from? Choose and then we'll let, uh, let know who won, shall we? So we're going to pretend we're Jesse Pinkman. Are you ready? Okay. 
So here's the first one. Are you ready? Here we go. Gatorade me, bitch. Yo, I heard you asshats have been talking about me. I listen to your podcast to see what shit you've been saying. Does anyone even listen to this? Why would you want this lame-ass job anyway? I mean, no offence. You waste time talking about stuff you have no idea about. You don't even know me. My life is my own private domicile and I won't be harassed, bitch. But first things first. Chini's got to get more news, you know? Stuff that's going on, all right? It reminds me of being in Mr. White's class. I read from a book and he's there to help me when I don't get what I'm saying. In this case, she has the same role. This is, this is, this is like a non-gamer's idea of a news section. This is like, oh, I saw this in a podcast. Ooh, look at me. And what the hell is this Duke guy about? No matter what he does, hooray for him because he's a great guy. It's all good, no matter how many Euro gamers he misses. He's just like, what, does an inventory and accepts it? I mean, you ditch these idiot fans you have and like, accept it. What a load of crap. You gotta make them work for you like foot soldiers. And they'll be working for you. You're working for me. And I'm working for you. You follow me? Layered like nachos. Exponential growth. That's success with a capital S. Alright, let's talk about Stuart Fowler. He's a good man and a good gamer. He doesn't deserve what happened to him. He didn't deserve it at all. Being paired with Chinny and Duke. But I'd shoot him today and tomorrow and the next day and the day after that. Stu talks too much <laughs> shit about the Xbox One. And it's going to get him in trouble. Sure, it's not perfect. But did you know that there's even an acceptable level of rat turds that can go into a candy bar? It's Microsoft, Stu. Even Microsoft doesn't care that much about quality. You know what? It's okay to put it in hot dogs, huh? Pig's lips and assholes. But I say, hey, have it at it, you bitches. Because I love hot dogs and I love Xbox. The game has changed, yo. This is our generation, all right? All of it, the whole damn place. Our territory. We're staking our claim. Yo, we play what we want, where we want. We're going to be kings, understand? Well, I'm going to be king and you guys will be like, well, princes or dukes or something on your PCs. You know what? Why I'm here in the first place is to review you. One star. You're nothing to me, you snitches. But I made you my bitch. You okay with that? Huh? You accept? I mean, really? What do you expect me to do? Just simply roll over and allow you to talk about me? That I wouldn't take measures, extreme measures to defend myself? Wrong. Think again. Any more Jess talk and you're all dead. Jess. So there you go. There That's you kind go. of strong, don't you think? Yes. It's good. Mm. You've got some <clears throat> connections to the show, some specific lines he's talking about. You know, I'm controlling you, you're controlling these other people. I like that. Yeah. yeah Overall like tone it. is solid. I expect yep. to have more cursing from Jesse, but it's all right. Well, you're going to get that right now with the next one. <laughs> so, so Chini, what did you think before I move on to the next one? It was one? okay. Opinions? But some of the lines at the end were lines that Walt said uh, in the uh-huh. episode Box Cutter. Not so much what Jesse said. But but it's obviously a true fan. It's a fan. So he knows his stuff. Yeah. It's a fan. No stuff in the show. Yeah, some of the it. lines were like the, the bit where didn't you think I would take... Me- um, uh, measures measures to, to to protect myself. That's that's what the line that Walt uses when he's talking to. That's good to though. Yeah, the minister. Right, are you ready? Here we go. So, uh, yeah, there's no actual title to this, so let's just get into it. So here I am waiting for a ride to a new life. What the fuck? Where's my dope? I had dope in my pockets, and now all I've got is this pack of cigarettes. Wait a minute. Ah, what the fuck? Huh? Fuck. 
Hold up, my rider's just showed up. Fuck the ride. I've got this business to sort out. I'm walking. I'm out of here. I need to see some soul. Where's my iPod? I need some veteran gamers. So, I'm listening to these bitches, and they're telling me that I won't be getting FIFA 14 free with my pre-ordered X-Bone, because Microsoft are tight-ass bitches, and I'm going back on the deal. What the fuck? I'm trying to listen, but my head is spinning. I hear that rabbit legs taste better cooked. But I don't need to know this shit right now, as I'm still fucked up over no FIFA 14 for free. The bitch on the podcast talks like Ozzy Osbourne, you know? The guy from that show, The Osbournes? The bitch went on vacation for a week to France Mini or New Zealand, or I don't know, one of them European places. Anyway, he's talking about taking the dude's book on holiday and then forgot. I mean, what the fuck? How could he forget? The Canadian Duke must be mentioned it about 50 times an episode. Now he's talking about wanting to harass the students outside his school where he teaches. The bitch is a dealer. Dealer of words. Buy my book. Buy my book. Buy my book, bitch. Then I hear that I didn't get my Mars application in on time, bitch. Next day, I chat some shit about last week's show, but they didn't even chat about last week. Then Duke talks about his favourite game, Skyrim. Seriously, they should have a jingle for Duke and just call it Duke's Weekly Rimming. When me and Walter <laughs> cooking, we love hearing about his adventures in Skyrim. More so as we both have our own characters and we are on a fifth playthrough. You should see my bitching Nord. But Duke, you were a doofus for not knowing Killzone 3. What a bitch. Okay, so there's yet some more shit about games, but I'm nearly at souls and my dark thoughts are getting the better of me. I'm fading in and out of seeing shit unfolding in my head. I really need to see Soul, but before I can, I hear the Pikmin's in for child molesters. What the fuck? Me and Brock have had many a good hours on this, and that's wrong, limey bitch. I have to agree with you guys, the 2Ds look shitter than shit, and that dude from Nintendo will have a job next year when X-Bone and PS4 crush Wii U's existence, bitch. I'm nearly at Souls and gotta finish this up. Peter Molyneux, maker of Fable and nothing else. One word, bitch. The Cube isn't an original idea. I've been watching Philip Schofield present it for about three years. A smoke at a BBC America is awesome. Top gear always. I'm at Souls. I can see the fat fuck that guards him outside eating some shit. I need a cigarette first. Think, think, need to think. Fuck. Think, Jess, think. Oh, okay. When I met Walt, he said I knew the business and he knew chemistry. Well, fuck that bitch. I just wish it had said, hope in one hand and poop in the other and see which fills up the quickest. Fuck you, Walt. I'm off to listen to the veteran gamers because they know their business and they have chemistry. Keep rocking, Jesse Pinkman. All right. I think the the overall tone on that one is probably, you know, word for words, a little closer to Jesse. Um, I think so, yeah. 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 I don't do justice, I've got to say. I, I'm not, I'm not yeah, Jesse bitch. Pinkman. Bitch. So, I'm nearly at Souls, right? i got to finish this up. So you should have got you to read it. It would be much yeah. better. So here I am anyway. waiting for a ride for a new life. What the fuck? Bitch. That's more Jesse person. Not very good, but hey. Better than yours. Yeah. Um, it was. So those, those are our two entries. So, hmm. entry number one or entry number two? Chinny. I'm, I think they're both good. Yeah, They are both good. Uh, I'm going to vote for... Uh, the second one. The second one for you. The second. I don't one know you, who so. they are, so I'm no. sorry to the first one. I know. But... I know. Yeah. Well, I thought I'd not tell you who they were, just you know, so we didn't get yeah. swayed you on the so... content rather than the person. Exactly. <laughs> so, well, it's, they're both Jesse Pinkman, to be fair. Ah, yeah. I see what you did there. 
They're both Jesse Pinkman. So, Duke, number one. So, I actually two. think I'm going to go for number one, which is tough because the second one has, uh, as I say, the, the cursing and the overall tone. But I really like the references to specific lines and scenarios from the show. So, And the second one has some of that, but I think the first one did it very well. So, I'm, uh, so you're leaving the deciding vote to me. Is this what you're telling make me? Make you choose. Hmm. Hmm. I think it's very difficult to choose, so do you know what I'm suggesting? I'm going to suggest that we just give them both a poster, seeing as there's only two people could be bothered to yeah, actually... I'm right with that. Leave. I'm happy to do that. Chidi, you all right with that? Yeah, fuck it. Fuck it. Let's give them both, because they're both brilliant, I think. Yeah, and they're, they're both uh, obviously... Lindsay, whatever her name is. Lindsay Lou. Business. Yeah, there you Lindsay go. Uh, so the winning entries, the people were I Pete was number one. Yes, and I think a new a new follower and, and potentially a new listener. I think he's been listening for a while, but maybe hasn't uh, participated in anything. Well, uh, Paul Fake. Hey, so there you go. So well done to both of you guys. Congratulations. So, yeah, if you if you personal message us somewhere or another, or send us another email with yeah. address. Send, us, send us an email with your address. And, and I, uh, address I, I had your address at one point, but I don't think I have it anymore, so send it again. Yeah, send your address details, and we'll get some posters posted yeah, out and, to and you. Which, which one you want as well. Yeah, which one you want. So have a so look at the links again a, and let us know. There's a Jesse Pinkman one, uh, there's a Heisenberg, and there's a Walter White one. So, so congratulations to you people. <clears> and... That's it. Shout outs. Let's get the hell out of here. So, Chini, over to you first for shouty uh, Well, first of all, I'll share it. Lindsay Lou for providing those. Um, it's time for a Colbert Report shout out. Hey! Didn't really provide them, but you know, you get the drift. Um, yeah, and, and interestingly, she's now following us on Twitter. Oh, shit. So she oh, she's going to yeah. regret that soon. Yeah, yeah, she is. I know. Um, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, that was pretty cool. Um, I'd like to thank all the people that have watched. Uh, my GTA videos. Uh, the first one did pretty well, considering. I've only been doing all right. It was a playthrough of a five-year-old game. Uh, I didn't really think I'd get many views. The second one hasn't done that well. Um, but you know, uh, it's um, whatever. Uh, it, it, it's it, I don't know. It, it, they're, they're funnier than I thought they would be. Uh, I, I showed one to my brother, and he thought it was funny. I showed one to Tara, and she said, I swear too much in it. Well, it is GTA. I do, I do swear a lot in those videos, though. But you don't swear as much as that last email I just read out. No, <laughs> yeah. probably not. But did you, oh. did you guys notice that I swore a lot, or did you not? You do swear a little bit, and you did shoot you that guy an awful lot. But did it bother you? No. Uh, well, that you, that you shot him so much of the swearing. Both. Uh, I think the shooting thing was a little bit disturbing. disturbing after a while. It did. Yep. Especially when I thought, yeah, he's definitely dead now. And then you just like, you went out. And then you came back in and shot him a few more times. <laughs> <Wasn't it? laughs> and I mean, yeah. That's the, that's the price cool. of the comedy. Like That's what makes it funny is when you keep doing it. But in any other context, that wouldn't be an issue. But when it's like shooting a person who's dead, it's like, uh, yeah. it's kind of shocking. Shocking. Yeah, it was. It was uh, so, shocking. yeah. Thanks to all the people who have been watching the videos. That's me done. It's good. It's good. Uh, well, I'm going to shout out David Tripney because he's literally just tweeted us uh, standing outside game in the rain waiting for GTA no 5. Way. Sometimes I wonder what age I really am. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so well done to you, David, getting yeah. in the. David Tripney, actually, sky, I, I, you know. I tweeted out today. It's like, go away, world, breaking bad time. 
So yeah. and, he, well, and was... he, t- he tweeted me back saying it's gonna blow your mind this episode. Well, he's just he must have just about got it because it's <laughs> twenty past twelve yeah, now. Yeah, he was telling it an hour ago, yeah. so that was an hour ago when he tweeted GTA that. GTA so, uh, 5, sorry, he's, he's officially out. It is officially out. And he also tweeted us a news story about uh, Rockstar being pissed off at Amazon sending them out early. But those people are playing the game and they're not stood out in the rain queuing up at a shop. So there you go. They, they, they have the better idea, I've got to say. Yeah. So yeah, shout out to him. Uh, shout out to School Duggar as always because he's done yet another mix this week. Was he? I haven't listened uh, yeah. to any of these mixes, I think. I know, you should do. I've listened to some of them, they're good. And a uh, final shout-out uh, to Nine Inch Nails, who released a new album recently, and it's pretty good, got to say. Yeah, I kind I of check that out, but I, I, I'm nervous, because he's up and down. Sometimes it's it's them. it's better than some of the other... Re- it's, it's definitely more old-school stuff. All right, all right. That makes me... It feels... Yeah, it does feel... Although it does still, still feel like there's, sort of, there's a, a bit of pandering... At some points to fans and stuff, but no, I think I think it's kind of cool. It's got some good beats and stuff, you know. Uh, All right. Yeah, yeah. So I that. And what else have I listened to this week? Oh, I listened to the uh, Rizzle Kicks new album as well. Uh-huh. So I'll give them a shout out. That's all right. It's all right. It's still a bit poppy, you know, a bit more mainstreamy, but they've gone a bit edgy, Ginny. Oh dear. There's a bit more swearing going on in this oh, album than the last one. They, they use the f word quite a few times because they put it on and Millie's around and he's like, you know. Hey, fuck you and stuff in Millie's like, oh. Oh. He just swore. And they're like, yep, he did. You know, so I'm not as bothered about Millie hearing it anymore as long as she doesn't use it. Yeah. But, you know, it's, it, she's heard it. I mean, God, she's at secondary school now. She hears it all the time. Yeah. yeah. So it's just like, you know, it's not a big deal anymore, is it really? Not I don't suppose. Really. So I was just like, oh, you'll be fine. Uh, because be- I was listening, what else? Was there someone else I was listening to this week? And that had quite a lot of swearing in it as well. Can't remember what the hell that was now. But yeah, I put another yeah, I put another album on and that was pretty sweary too. So yeah, there's a there's a bit a few sweary sort of albums I've been listening to this year. So Naughty Boy, I listened to a bit of that. That's a sort of alright. We gotta get done with this. We gotta get the hell. Anyway, then my yeah, shout out. So, yeah. I listen to this other album. <laughs> yeah, so there you go. Anyway, Nine Inch Nails, check it out. Check it out. Anyway, over to you, Duke. Right. We have no new members. Come on, people. Sign up. If you haven't been in the no. members, check them out. we got free games. What do you want? Uh, David Chipney sent me some grammar lols, so thank you for that. SD, Steam Friends for Life. What's up? I was the first person on his friends list, so that's pretty cool. Uh, and Skull Duggar, congrats on the PS3. Congrats. Like, it's some big achievement. I mean, it's cool that he has one, but um, congrats maybe isn't the right word. Enjoy your <laughs> you, new PS3. He bought a PS3. <laughs> exactly. Congrats. I know, yeah. Um, Actually, I've, I got, say, I've got... What? I know, I was going to say, I know we're supposed to email or tweet him games to play, but I've got one for him. He's listening. Eco Colossus. Uh, no, well, that's one, but no, more, more sort of maybe a little less well-known than that. Uh, Pixel Junk Eden. Oh uh, yeah, that's Pixel a download Eden. game, isn't it? Or, or Pixel Junk Monsters because he does like his tower defense. So either of those are worth a look. Uh, uh, Pixel Junk Shooters <laughs> is the one that I'd vote for. Yeah, and Pixel Junk Eden, you can play that quite a lot without even buying it. The demo's huge. Pixel Junk Shooters. Yeah. So any of the Pixel Junk games, give Pixel them a check out. Yeah, you're talking about pretty... this game you want to check out called 3D Pixel Heroes or something like that. Nah. Oh yeah, I played that. I played. I I don't recommend racing out to get that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a bit like Zelda. It's a lot like the first Zelda, except instead of you know each pixel is a cube. That's the only difference, and it's really yeah. not that exciting. It's 
kind of dull. It was. I, it's kind of quite hard as well. It was hard, and like I don't know why, but I had like this uh, one day. I was I gotta get that game, and I spent like an hour driving around trying to find it. And I find it was three D dot hero, isn't it? I don't know what it's called, but I, I, I got it home and I was like, yes! And I played it. I'm like, this is kind of boring. <laughs> why was I so excited about this game? I don't know. So there you whatever. go. That's it. That's my it. shout. Let's get the hell out of here then. Thanks go, for go, listening, go everybody. Madness, yeah, thanks for listening. Yeah. Well, uh, see ya. Brilliant. Thank you, good night, much love. Go watch Breaking Bad. Yeah. Go play GTA 5, bro. Go, go, go before Chini chokes to death. There's another site you should check out, which is called VGHub.net. Yeah, VGHub.net. He always plays the whole thing, but I don't know. It seems Yeah, I can't bother anymore. It seems to go on too long, man. It's too big. VGHub.net. Check it out, people. Yeah, check it out, people. Right, Chini. Yes. Breaking Bad. Spoiler well, reality. I got to go, huh? Yeah, you got to go. Right. All right, well, have a good night, guys. Okay. See you. Is he gone? Oh, my God. Oh my god. Okay, right. stop, 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 stop. If you. Uh, this is Breaking Bad. Spoilers. Breaking Bad spoilers. 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 Uh, well, we've watched two episodes this week's and last week's, haven't we? Again? Yes. So right. if you're up to date with Breaking Bad, then you're fine. Right, let's get into it then. So, first episode wow. to wow. Haji T. Lee thing. Um, is, that, is, that, is that how you pronounce it? To Haji Lee. To Haji Lee. To- yeah, it's the name of the place where, um, in the desert, you know, where Walt buries the money. That's the name of the place, Tahajali. That's right. I mean, I think it was an interesting setup to the beginning of this episode. You know, where they're obviously making the crystal meth. It was the first cook, wasn't it? No, 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 no. It was... No. No, it was Todd trying to cook it. Yeah, is this the one where they talk about the colour of the meth? And it's... Yeah, and he goes, if you look at it in the light, it, yeah. it does look kind of blue. He says, well, they, they, they add colouring to prawns, so... Yeah, they want to put food colouring in the uh, in the actual crystal meth, which it might work, but it probably wouldn't look right, I, would, I wouldn't have thought. But you can you can understand why they want the blue crystal meth, because they know right. that's a sign that it's the best. And isn't it funny how Scarlet was talking about the brand of the car wash? Have an actual yeah. day. It's the brand, man. The brand. You see, brand that's, very important. You see, they associate that blue colour with quality, don't exactly, they? Exactly, exactly. And obviously, because he stole the chemical stuff that made it blue, nobody else makes it that way. So it can only come from that source, can't it? I guess. I don't know. Don't, we don't. You don't. The show doesn't really go into kind of how it's white blue. You just no, it's blue. No, no, no. It was blue because you remember when they when they stole the chemical thing from the chemical. Jesse plant? and Walt from the yeah. Yeah, Jesse and Walt. That's that chemical made it blue. Oh, does it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's that's why it was. Blue, I remember the first because... time they showed it to Tuco, and Tuco was like, "It's blue." It's, yeah, it's, it's yeah. still still good. And then they stole the big bucket load of the stuff off the train, didn't they? That's yeah. that was the same chemical that they needed. Train but, yeah, because that would save them getting all the messing around, getting all the cold remedies or sleeping tablets or whatever the hell it was that they needed from loads of chemist shops to make it yeah. the other way. Yeah. But he made it blue, so that's why it was blue. Um. 
so I was right. I've got to say, first of all, just want to point that out. I was right that uh, that Walt was arranging a hit on Jess. Yep, I didn't think he was, and, but yep. Yeah, so I was right. I, I knew, I knew because he, you know, as far as Walt was concerned, he threatened his family, and that was, you know, a, a bit too far for him. But still, kind of shocking that he was willing to do that, though. You know, to just kill him. Considered Jess's family. Yeah, yeah. And I think, I think, you know, even I mean, and we'll get on to the next episode in a in a little bit. But uh, yeah, I think he even he still does now. You know, he still does now after everything that's happened. But. Yeah. He's an angry man, isn't he? You know, he is. he's a, a kind of crazy angry man. So, yeah, I, I mean, what did you think of the way that they got him to confess? I thought <laughs> that was very clever. Um, with the money? Well, they fir- they, first of all, they tried to do the girlfriend thing, didn't they? Um, what did? Yes. See, th- see, what's interesting about that scene is last week, that scene looked pointless. Yeah. But this week, if you watch this week's show, it wasn't. Yeah. Well, he, that was how he tried to get him out of hiding, weren't yeah. he? To, to get him killed to, because he couldn't find him. Just, you know, gas him out, basically. Yeah, by saying, look, look you, you threaten my family, I'm threatening. Uh, it, it, you know, it was less of that. It was just, I think it was just more of, you know, Walt sniffing around Brock again. You know what I mean? And he's, it's, well... Yeah, and I think also Jesse would see that as a as a uh, sort of threat to them, wouldn't he? Because that's why he was hoping he'd come around to check they were okay. Probably, because Walt knew that he's you know he's he thinks he's capable of anything, which we kind of know he is. Yeah, kind of know he that's is. What he does. Yeah, but Hank got there first, didn't he? Because he answered the phone. Uh, indeed, he said, "Nice, so did, nice try, asshole." Yeah, did did actually. Did Jesse actually find out he'd done that or not? I can't no, remember now. Never found actually. out. No, I don't. So he didn't even know that that had happened, did he? No, no, he has no idea. So Jesse so, has no idea whether there's a photo of Marie and Brock where he is. No. So he doesn't know how they know, but Walt pretty much told them about him. So. Yeah, well, we'll come back to that as well. That was kind of shocking. Yeah. That was kind of shocking. Um, yeah, so I think what was, what was kind of interesting was... The way that they, they got Walt to confess, I thought, was just genius. Yeah, like he, I mean, it's the same mistake Gustavo Fring made, yeah. where he, he, his emotions took over rather than logic, um, you know, and, and he, he didn't look at the picture. He didn't take a second glance at that picture. You know, he didn't, no, check no, it. It he was, didn't look at it. Nope. He didn't see if the barrel was right. The soil—they mentioned the soil around the barrel, and it didn't match. Yeah. And, he, and Hank says, "Well, he's so—he'd be so caught up on kind of the fact that you found the money, you won't even notice." And uh, he was right. You know, Walt it made the right. same mistake as Fring of getting emotionally involved with the thing that brings him down. Fring, um, Fring. Sorry, I'm going for my Xbox. Uh, Fring, uh, <laughs> he. He, he knew that that Hector had to go, um, but but, it, but he didn't. He, he knew, he kind of knew that it was the wrong thing to do as well. I think, but he had to do it, and that's when Walt caught him. So, well, I think the parallels was... between Walt and Gus in this season uh, are uncanny because the the shots well, that repeat themselves and it's ridiculous. Yeah, and I think he's going down the same sort of road, isn't he? Unfortunately, without even realizing it. Yeah, I mean he's. 
I'm still skipping ahead here, but like there's there's a moment in the the next episode where he kind of looks at himself and he realizes what he's what he's done. Yeah, and what he's become. Yeah, what he's become when he's holding a knife. But anyway, where are we now? What, what are we talking about now? So yeah, so so he frantically drives out, and I love the way he's sort of rambling off all the murders he's committed and everything he did to get the money and all this kind of stuff, and literally just confessing his ass off, yeah. isn't he, yeah. over the phone? And they're recording everything. Yeah. Yeah, they're recording it all, and yeah, and then he gets there, doesn't he? And then obviously realization realizes it slowly starts I, to I th- dawn on him. I think Jesse probably, I think I think Walt probably thought that Jesse was just going to come and like get him and kill him. You know, like like I, I think Walt through his mind was Jesse has tracked my phone somehow. Like maybe he's persuaded Saul to do it, and. And they found out where I am, and they're going to kill me in the desert where nobody is. Um, but then, because his reaction, the reason why I say this is because his reaction when he sees Hank is because he doesn't really think the game is over, all right. But when he hides behind that rock and he sees Hank, that's it. That's when he knows that he's finished. Oh, so you think? Oh, so you think? So you think? I mean, I mean, but just prior to Hank arriving, though, he makes the phone call, doesn't he, to Todd's uncle? They tell him to come and get him, doesn't he? Yeah, he gives him the exact coordinates. Yeah, and he, and he <laughs> yeah. gives him the thing, and which he later realizes were a bit too specific. Yes, a bit too specific. Uh, but they come and obviously a massive you know, shootout. Hank's what did you think of the, uh, the, the ending then of that episode? Awful. I hated it. I hated the fact that it stopped. It's only awful point. because you wanted. You don't know what's yeah, going to happen. Yeah, yeah, it's just a big middle finger to you, basically. Well, it was like I mean, it came to it was kind of a, a Mexican standoff, wasn't it? Yeah, you know, they'd all sort yeah, of there's shooting. a moment before they start shooting where the yeah the, you, the camera looks at Hank, yeah, and it kind of looked like to me. I read that as Hank knows that he's lost, right? Like the camera focused on him and Hank didn't look like he was going to kill these guys. Do you know what I mean? He looked like he knew, I mean, they're outnumbered, they're outgunned. Hank isn't going to shoot his way out of this. And Hank's really smart. So he he knew that like, this ain't going to end well. But, did you have any idea it was going to end as it ended? Yes. And I mean, we'll the way come... I ha- the way it happened in the next episode, I predicted a d- beat for well, beat. I thought that's what would happen, but still in the back of your mind, oh, you're you like, don't want it to happen. Maybe it won't. But, well, Maybe it the won't. episode finished, right? so so we're on to the next episode now. Yeah, let's just start. But it starts with a flashback, doesn't it? it? Which I thought was very cool. Yes. I've got to say, with the with the with the the first cook that they ever did, yeah. and you find it, and it's yeah. kind of like the reason for the, I think the reason for the, the the flashback is we get to see Walt and Jesse together again, which we don't see very often now. Um, we get to see like old Jesse, the the Jesse that we love, and old Walt and to I, be fair, yeah, yeah. I think everybody loves like kind of season two, three Walt, not not so much the the old one, but uh, <clears throat> and then. I mean, I was just going to say, just in a, just as an aside, my wife hates Walt now. Yeah, I, d- I don't, I don't, I can't justify his actions. No, she's she's like she she has absolutely no sympathy for whatever's going to happen to him now. She's You're like, not supposed to like Walt now, um, but I, I there's something about me that wants him to kind of get away with it. You know, it's it's the like, yeah. you don't know, Scarface. You're behind the main character all the way right 
you know. Yeah, yeah. And in, in The Godfather and in, in Goodfellas, these are criminals that kill people. All right. But they're anti-heroes, but though, aren't you they? You like them and you want yeah. to do well. So I kind of feel like that for Walt. I feel like he's a bad guy. He's done terrible, terrible things. But I, I sort of want him to get away with it. Um, but to be honest, death would be an easier option for him now than what he's going oh. to, to, what he's going through, and what he's going to do. You know. Yeah. So anyway, we have the flashback. Well, so. I think the other point with that was to see Jesse, to see Walt and Jesse together, and also to harken back to old Walt and how he felt about his family. You know, yeah. the naming of his daughter, how he used to just call Scholar and they used to get on, and you know, Scholar and Hank, uh, sorry, Scholar and Walt were in love, and they were married, and they had kids, and they had a normal life. Um, but we never, and it, and, and it, I think that was the point of the flashback to remind you. remind you that they that they still love each other, and and even yeah. to the end, you know, they they still love before before it all goes to shit. Yeah. <laughs> so. Then we go back to the to the shooting scene. Um, I was quite yeah, and it slowly, slowly faded out. I like that as well. Way... Transition. I thought that was a fantastic yeah. transition. But I was I was quite shocked at how they killed Gomez off because they just killed him. Well, he didn't even show him dying. He just showed his body on the dead. floor, didn't he? Yeah, he was just dead. Because we didn't see him get killed at the end of the last episode. But obviously at the beginning, he's just dead. He's just you know, he's obviously just been killed. I think. I mean, I I physically screamed out loud when Hank got shot. Well. I knew as soon as I saw Gomez was dead. I knew Hank's number it, was over. My prediction really. was by the end of not for this episode was Hank and Gomez are dead. The reason being because they're the only people that can put Walt behind bars. So how convenient would it be if they both died for Jesse? Uh, 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 you know how much of a ba- bastard that would be for him. The, the the Nazis need to cook. They'll kidnap Jesse, and and you know they'll. I didn't really. Th- I didn't think they'd steal the money. But I um that was that was pretty much what I thought would happen. Um but yeah, and, and I, I liked the way even though I screamed out loud, I screamed the word no when Hank died. Um yeah. I really I, liked, loved it. I really loved... liked the way they handled his death. I like the line he'd already made his mind up ten minutes ago, you know, because you knew he had. Because I said to Kay, but as it was all happening, I'm like, There's no way they're gonna let him walk really? away. There is no way they can let him walk away. The name of the episode is about um Ah, oh, there's there's a guy. Uh, I'll find it up, and he wrote a poem, and it it mentions in the poem that he already made his mind up t- two minutes ago or something. Yeah. So the name of the episode um, harkens back to uh, some 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 guy or poet. Or some, there's some poem involved. I don't know enough. I'm not smart enough. But um, there's a reason why it's, why he said that line, and I just liked because Hank would never beg for his life, would he? No, no, the way he just done to go fuck himself. Went, you know? My name's Isaac Schrader, and you can go fuck yourself, right? And like that, yeah. he's like, he would never say, "Please let me live, please let me live." He was, and Walt, and Walt, obviously, realization dawning on him that there was no way out for him, you know, and gone too far. He just, yeah, too, too much. Getting those, those uh, neo Nazis involved were just, was just a. I mean, and, and no offense, right? As much as bad as Walt is, I think the last thing he would have wanted to happen was that. You I know mean, what I mean? You can tell when Hank gets shot, Walt is just broken. Well, you know, I, he is. I don't think Hank or Walt expected either one of them to die from this whole thing. You know, they they don't like each other anymore, right? And they obviously 
won't get along for the rest of their lives, but I don't think either one would want any of them to die, you know? Like Marie. You see, but what I think is interesting for us as a viewer, we know all the bad shit that's happened and all the people who involved who are capable of anything, whereas Hank sort of knows, but he doesn't really know, does he? It's the not knowing that makes Walt so dangerous. Yeah. And uh, uh, and I just think that, you know, when when Hank finally went, um, it was just the breaking point for Walt, and he he realised that, you know, this was... This was too much. This is, you know, he's gone too far. There's no going back. People are getting killed. His family's getting killed. Nothing will be the same. You know, everything changes in this episode. It's one of the most progressive episodes we've ever had in Breaking Bad because one of the family die, right? The son, who knows nothing, gets told everything. Yeah. Um, and and we shouldn't forget... it's nuts. I was going to say we shouldn't forget. Obviously, Hank, uh, sorry, Walt tells Jesse what he did. Yes, which is to his girlfriend. And you knew that was going to come. You knew that was going to happen. Yeah. And he just went one more thing. I was quite shocked that Walt did it. When he, I, I was quite shocked that when 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 he says, well, he, he still wanted Jesse dead because at this point Walt thinks that Jesse killed Hank, doesn't he? You know, he he kind of thinks that like if it wasn't for Jesse, Hank would probably yeah. still be alive. So. Jesse's sort of like he hasn't fucked it up because he's got justified reasons for going after Walt because he, he poisoned Brock. But Jesse, if he, if Jesse had just gone away out of the equation, everybody would have been fine. Um, but he saw him under the car and he found him. And I, I, like I thought, there was a moment where I thought Jesse might die here. Well, I did that, and I also thought Walt might wait till they gone and then sort of I, I was really shocked when he went he's under the car drag him out sort of thing and I was like shit they're going to kill him as well yeah. he's going to die but like Todd <laughs> quickly realised that hey we need to cook that blue meth Jesse knows how to cook blue meth so we'll just say that we're going to take him away and Kay stupidly was like oh well Todd's going to let him go isn't she because he, li- he likes Je-. I'm like no he's as bad as the rest of the weird thing about Todd is though he kind of looks like he's going to do something stupid oh no he's he's pretty smart I mean he's he's in with the in crowd you know he no, is no, when I say stupid I think he kind of looked for a moment I thought he was going to like kill the rest of the Nazis and let, let them all go no never but maybe not no, I think he's he's smarter than you think. Is is Todd? You know, he comes across as being a bit of a stupid, dense character, but I don't think he is at all. Mm. And he he just knows where he side his bread's buttered on, doesn't he? You know, he's not going to let you know Jesse go because he realised. And even even having the photo pinned up, you know, yeah. that was well, kind of like, significant. Last week, really. that the scene where Walt goes around to, to Marie and Brock's. No, it's not Marie, is it? Well, I can't remember her name. Um, I can't remember the name of yeah, his, but it's, his it's, it's Brock's mother and Brock, and yeah. you, that scene goes nowhere on that episode, does it? Yeah. Because um, Walt rings, Walt rings, and she rings him, and it just that doesn't happen. But and the next this this episode, that's when the Nazis learn that Jesse won't do this. He, I don't think Jesse would do it so so willingly if. He, he didn't know they knew where Brock was. Oh, definitely. I mean, and that was that was kind of clever. The the other thing that I want to talk about, though, you know, regarding this, but he obviously hasn't told them that Marie knows about everything as well, which 
was my next thing to Kay was like, she's another loose end as far as they're concerned. Because if she knows everything, she's a loose end. But Kay's like, oh, well, everybody sort of knows now, so it, it shouldn't really matter. Well, now that... I mean, Marie has now told the son, or Scarlett told the son, um, Walter's gone. Uh, yeah. You know, the the everybody's going to find it. Everybody will know who Walter White is. He, everybody's going to know that he's Heisenberg. Yeah, the other thing is, right, okay, I mean, I mean, we should talk about this. Marie, sadly, I mean, and, and I did feel quite sad for her. It took great sort of, you know, pleasure in, in letting Skyler know what that, that Walt was arrested and everything. Yeah. Well, I thought she was going to go in there and, and kick off, but she did. She actually handled it a lot better than I thought. You know, she went in and said, Skyler, look, Walt's caught. It's time to just let's try and get you out of this, you know, confess you know? And, and just, I'm willing to forgive you. If you just do what you, I ask you to do right now. And, uh, I thought Marie was going to kick off worse than that. I thought that was pretty level headed for Marie. Yeah. You know? Um, so, and then, and then we, we get hit with that scene and then we quickly find out that I love the, the, the section where Walt is going through the desert with his barrel. Yep. Rolling his barrel. He, I don't know if you noticed it? this, but he went past his old trousers. The first, the first one of the first scenes. No, I never One of the saw first that. things you see in break. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah his trousers, yeah, yeah. trousers flutter down the road. Flying down the road. Uh, no way. And uh, he rolls his barrel past his old past, uh, pair of trousers. I totally miss that. And uh, there's a picture of him online posing with them. But um, yeah, they roll past those. And See, it's brilliant. I mean, nice little things that you might not know. Nice notice. little nod. And so they go past that, and, and then he finds that, that, that kind of Native American and, and buys his truck. Buys the truck. And I mean, all he had to do was get Skyler and Walt to agree to leave and pack. And then he would have had his never, never. Skyler knew that something had gone down because, like, how can he explain? If 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 Marie hadn't have told Skyler that he might have just got oh, away. No, he would have because she wouldn't have been yeah. worried about it. But the fact that Skyler thought that Walt was in chains in the police station and Walt suddenly turns up in a big rush. I mean, you could in a, in a in a in a dodgy old truck. From, from your from if you're Skylar and you assume that your husband is arrested and all of a sudden he's running in the house and he's capable of killing people and he's asking you to pack and leave town and forget everything you know, you know he's done something bad, right? Oh, yeah. He's like, what have you done? And he just couldn't do it. He just could not. I mean, if he did, he would have been fine. He would have had his whole family with him, but he just could not convince her to go and. I think this scene was so well done. The fact that she walked to the phone and the knife, and you're like, which one's she gonna go for? And she picks up. Yeah, because I I just thought she was gonna phone the police. Yeah, I, I, I joked. I said, look, it looks like she's going for the knife, and then she picked it up. And Tara thought that she was gonna kill herself, and I was like, Skylar would never. No. There's no way Skylar would kill herself. Skylar would kill Walt first before she kills herself. And like, it was just a threat. But like, you know, I thought I, I did honestly think maybe the son would die. Because, you know, the knife gets held up at some point and he jumps on. Well, I'll be honest with you. When they were rolling around on the floor, I, I was holding my breath because I thought someone is going to get seriously yeah. stabbed. Luckily, no one got. I think you're led, no. I think you're led to think. Oh, because I thought the son would die. And if the son dies, Walt is out. You know what I mean? Walt is going to go crazy in, in AWOL. No, they couldn't have done that because he would have just broken down and that would have been the end of it. He wouldn't have gone anywhere, I think, if that had happened. But I, I really like Walt Jr.'s kind of... I mean, he jumped on his dad and wrestled him off didn't he and then that's when yeah. Walt stepped back he saw his wife and his son scared of him 
scared shitless of him and he's holding a knife and that's when he first realized that heisenberg is he's a horrible horrible man do you know i think it's i I think from the very start it's been kind of clever having heisenberg and walt because i think it almost is like a jekyll and hyde isn't it it's like two separate people yeah and I think that's been really cleverly done, you know, throughout the whole series because you see the Heisenberg characters capable of anything, and the Walt character sometimes does regret some of the stuff he's done, you know, and obviously reflects on it. So then we, we, we he, he picks up Holly. Um, yeah. I don't know what he was thinking when he picked her up because what he ends up doing is using it as a kind of bargaining chip, I suppose. I've heard some people talk about he he left with Holly because if he did that, he knew that Scholar had to talk to him again. Yeah, maybe. But I don't think he thought that far ahead of it. I think he just... No, I don't. I think went, it was just... I want to say... I, 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 I thought that he would give her back, right? But he's also got a piece of his family that I can't argue back, isn't he? And, and wouldn't sort of... But again, how cool, right? And I said this to Kay. How cool was the kids acting? Because that oh, kid... God, is that, obviously... that baby's going to get a fucking Emmy. Not very old, but like... Mama. You know... Mama. Yeah. I was just like, that is just... And, and really we skip it ahead a little bit, but when she's in the fire truck and yeah. leaves it like, fuck it, that that hits you, doesn't it? Really? You know, when you baby girl, she's crying. It's horrible. You know, it's and when she's going mummy, mummy, and crying, I was just like, who the hell? How many times they... must he have tried to film that to get that exactly? Like the mom behind him or something, and, and God knows because it was brilliant. I just thought it was amazing. It was crazy, but like, so when he left with Holly, I thought he's got to give it back, but he's he'd give her back rather, but. Give, give it, it. <laughs> uh, and, and give her back, but he needs to kind of make sure that Scarlet will talk to him again. Um, and I, I think I felt like he, he, he took her mainly because he wanted to say a, a proper goodbye to Holly, you know, because he knew that this was the end. He's got to run, but he probably never see her again. Never see her again, but he, he wanted to say goodbye to her. Um, and the, 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 I really loved the phone call to Skyler that he made. I think this is probably yeah, one of the best acting we've ever seen Brian Cranston do in the whole show. Uh, because there's two things going on. He has to act like he's the bad guy, that it was all his fault and take Skyler out of the, of the loop. But also yeah. he's on the other end, just crying tears, you know? Yeah. yeah it, but it was amazing how he was, crying but he kept his voice in a way that would convince the people listening in that she was completely manipulated into there, is, there is a moment when you see Skylar click you know yeah. Walt saying these terrible terrible things and Skylar has this moment and says I'm so sorry and that's that's her playing along isn't it you know that's her going yeah because oh, that's the only way because otherwise she's going to go down yeah. the prison whatever without with or without him so she, 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 she knows that what he's doing and she's like well and then at the end, she's kind of speaking in code again about Hank. She says, just tell us where Hank is. Because she doesn't know for sure where he is or if he's just shot or injured or dead. And yeah. Walt confirms it by saying, you'll never see him again. So, But he could have, I mean, no offence, but I guess he could have given away the, the, where, what, where his body was. He could have, but I don't think, I don't think it would have been a good idea. And I mean, I'm, I mean, we didn't really talk about that. I found that bit more upsetting than the actual killing of him. But like, oh, the, the when they just dragged the body like a piece of you know, dead meat, like it wasn't just dropped it in the hole. I thought it was, you know, in the hole the money was buried in as well. I just thought it was awful. So it's amazing that Walt di- uh, dug Hank's grave in a way. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, he, yeah, there's even that, you know, that connection there. You know, he dug that original hole there and that's where that's... Hank ended up with Gomez, uh, you know. The, the but... scene, well, you know, when they're burying the bodies, um, there's uh, it's happening in the background and Walt, yeah. Todd goes up to Walt and says, sorry for your loss. Yeah. And he's just standing there, he doesn't know what to do. They're burying him in the background, you know. They're still, the body's yeah. still warm. Um, and it's just a horrible scene. But I, I love, going back to the, the phone call, I loved the phone call. I thought it was yeah. such a smart scene. Um, and I loved it. I absolutely loved it. So, what do you think is going to happen next? My, this is my prediction, right? When, I, when, the fin- when the episode finished, right? Yeah. I thought we are going to go straight to the flash forward. I, I kind of do. I think that's potentially what's going to happen. Um, but I, no, I don't think so. Yeah, but what, what else can I think we're going to see a little bit of fallout on the whole... The only thing that could happen, and you know, I've already alluded to this a little bit, is that they could decide, you know, the Nazis could decide that there's still some loose ends to tie, which would be, you know, Walt's family and Marie. I, I think that we're going to see a little bit more about what Jesse's gonna, what's going to happen to Jesse. Oh yeah, I guess I guess we've got to see. And also, that, the we? whole fallout of like Skyler Marie, the police, uh, the sun. I reckon we'll get a bit of that, and then we'll go to the flash forward. Yeah, you could be right. I reckon you could be right. But it's interesting. But you know, a lot to look forward to. And I guess we should do. We've we've been doing them in twos. We might as well do the final two together. I guess that would be. It's going to be some. So the next time we do this. Yeah, it'll be over. It's finished. Yeah, I think we should leave it a week and then we'll just do the two together and then, you know, we do, we, we've been doing it in twos anyway, so we might as well finish in twos. Jesus Christ. That's going to be horrendous because it's it's going to be horrific what happens. Whatever happens at the end is not going to be good. I, I think Walt's going to die. I think he's going to die, but, you know, it's just going to be, oh, his family's all going to die or something like that and he's left with nothing to rue everything that's He's happened. already lost everything. No, he hasn't though. He hasn't lost his family yet though. They're still, you know, he's safe in the knowledge they're still alive. Live with them. No, he can't. But at least he knows they're all right and alive. You know, I, I just wonder if if everybody will end up getting killed apart from him. Everyone, everyone he holds dear is dead, and he's just the only one who's still alive. And you know that's because I still think what what what's her name the the Spanish woman she's still yeah. got to come back into I it. Think, I think I think the machine gun is for the Nazis, obviously. Yeah. And I think the yeah. Roisins for Lydia. Yeah, so I don't know, but not long to wait, really. Two more episodes, but yes, just to, just to let you know as well, uh, Vince Gilligan is directing and writing the very final episode, which you'd expect anyway. Well, he's written and directed it. It's all finished now. Yeah, that's it. That like because there's people, you know, different people have been directing and writing all the other episodes, but for the final one, it's all him. He is. He is it's all him. Which I think is is apt as well, you know. That's what I'd expect. So, so that is it for this week's uh, Breaking Bad spoilers. So the next time so we talk about people, Breaking Bad, it will be it'll be over. Shit. <laughs> so, all right. See you all later. Bye.